is Free Talk Live, where you're invited to take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is on your mind. 603-283-6160, if you would like to do that. Again, that number is 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And coming up, we're going to talk about why the future means we're going to be eating bugs, apparently, Ugh. according to one author. I brought this in specifically because I knew you were going to be on with us tonight, Conan. <laughs> and I've, I felt like... And you know you, how I feel about this? Yeah, I felt like you were the best person to have in the studio to get into this article. Chicken. Chickens eat bugs. I eat the chicken. <laughs> right. That's how it goes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not removing that middleman from my equation. I'm not going to. I'm not listening to you, Bill Gates. I, I thought you liked cricket bread or whatever. No, no, no. My boss thought that would be a neat trick to play on oh, me by okay. by giving me a, a bag of this stuff. For what is uh, cricket bread? It's cricket. It's flour. It's ground up crickets, and you just put it in. You you, you cook with it. Put it in your recipe. Make bread out of it it's or something. A, it's Damn. a substitute for one of the key ingredients in making bread. It's obviously not a substitute for the wheat. I was going to say, is that gluten-free? <laughs> I, I guess it depends on what the crickets were eating. Yeah. And that's the, and that's the big thing. It's the, it, it, that really follow the, follow the food chain. Uh, whatever you're eating is, or whatever you, whatever you ate, whatever it ate, that you're, you're sure, getting you it. You are what getting you a, eat. Yep, you are what you eat. And you are, and you keep going down the, down the line. We're also going to talk about the escaped lag lab monkeys and the IMF telling El Salvador they need to no longer accept cryptocurrency as legal tender. But Conan, I've been seeing this article for the last few days. What's going on with the escaped lab monkeys? And I do have the video that you sent me if you want to lead off with that. But let's let's play this clip from a couple of days ago. Basically, it outlines the two minute clip. Uh, basically, outlines. Uh, what went down and just listen to this lady. This is just so bizarre. This is just, this is the start of every sci-fi contagion breaking (laughs) out and spreading across the, the world movie that I have ever seen. Go ahead with it. The news this morning, monkeys on the loose in Montour County. State police say several laboratory monkeys escaped from a truck after a wreck outside Danville. Newswatch 16's Marshall Keeley spoke exclusively with a woman who saw it all unfold. It was an interesting Friday afternoon for Danville resident Michelle Fallon. She was right behind a truck pulling a trailer down the I-80 exit for Danville. She saw the vehicle trying to cross Route 54. I'm thinking, you're going to get hit. And the next thing I know, the dump truck hits the trailer and they both go down and hit the trees. When she got out to check on the driver, she realized the trailer had dropped more than a dozen wooden crates. I walk up back on the hill and this guy tells me, he goes, oh, he's hauling cats. I'm like, oh. So I go over (laughs) to look in the crate and there's this green cloth over it. So I peel it back. I stick my finger in there. And go, kitty, kitty. <laughs> to stop it there. So, <laughs> what, what? What? This? This is 2022. People are afraid to leave their homes. They're yeah. afraid to take their mask on and and have uh, social interactions with other human beings. And this woman, she's just all about sticking her hand in, in a in a crate. What the hell nonsense is this? Could you believe this? A wooden crate that she can't see into, uh-huh. but but they saw first, so they assume for whatever reason <laughs> they're they're hauling cats in the back of a trailer. <laughs> that happens, it, yeah, <laughs> in wooden crates. Exactly, it's very peculiar. And it pops it up, and it's a monkey. State police say the truck was carrying about one hundred lab monkeys. 
Four of them got out of their crates and ran away. Fallon saw one running into the woods. We've seen one run across, but they thought it looked like a small cat. It did look like a cat. They were small. So that's pretty much uh, all that they have to say on the video. They then began searching for the monkeys and all of that. So do you have more information on this? I mean, what, what's going on? Okay, that was like four days ago. I think it was like Friday or Saturday at night. The uh, the, the the trailer gets hit by a dump truck. Uh, they both go into the ditch, and then this lady shows up, and they're like, uh, we're going to go find some monkeys. And by the way, the fact that she can't tell the difference between a a monkey and a cat. I don't. I guess it was dark, but I mean, they don't. They don't move the same. They don't look the same at all. But maybe a city person uh, well, is not is not able to discern the difference. We've gone over the reality that this woman is not very intelligent. I mean, she did stick her finger into a crate, knowing mm-hmm. nothing of it. Could have been lions for all she knew, right? Which are just as likely to be transported. They, they are definitely cats. But And they're not very likely to be transported in wooden crates in the back of a trailer either. Yeah, all covered up so they, can, they can't see out, they can't breathe. Yeah. It's, it's all very peculiar, especially, is, when you, especially when we find out where this trailer was headed to. So where was it headed to? I assume you have more information about so, this. So here's the, here's the real, here's where, it, here's where it turns. Of course, they send this lady off and they're like, all right, be careful. TDC comes out. I think they send her a uh, text or a uh, email or whatever. And they're like, hey, you know what? Uh, just you know, stay at the house and monitor. And if you, if you come, come down with any symptoms, make sure you tell us first. Lo and behold, a woman who stopped to help a truck, of, of, a truck carrying 100 lab monkeys crash in Pennsylvania fears she caught an illness after one of the macaws hissed in her face, leaving her with pink eye symptoms. Oh, God. Michelle Fallon from Danville near Scranton How was driving directly behind to... the vehicle when it crashed. How did she get close enough to one of these that it hissed in her face? She went up to the crate. She went right up to it. Yeah, but... The crate, I'm looking at a picture here. The crate has a window on it, right? Like, they okay. got to be able to breathe. Sure. So there's like a screened window and there was enough there's enough space between the the sort of the screened area and the wooden part of the the crate below it that she could stick her finger through it so she's just oh kitty <laughs> and then the thing was <laughs> right in her face which is what they do when they, when they're encountering something a lot bigger than them and they can't get away right to be fair cats do also hiss yep. so i kind of understand her i don't confusion. know if it made a hiss i don't know what it did so Fallon uh, has Treat, now had a treat. she's now had a rabies shot and wrote about the symptoms she has since suffered on Facebook and also told PA homepage whatever that is uh, that she developed symptoms of pink eye an inflammation or infection of the eyeball. She said I was close to the monkeys. I touched the crates. I walked through their feces so I was very close. So I called a helpline to inquire who know you know was I safe? It, that, it, that right there she's not safe from her own stupidity she's walking through poop uh to get to these crates that already the woman is getting she's already lost her mind in my book she's already lost the ticket wait okay where did you say these monkeys were going all right so they were the crash happened in pennsylvania danville mm. uh supposedly they're heading all the way to florida a clinic or a uh a department in florida that's a that's a drive. That's a drive and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the fact that they didn't use a plane, or maybe maybe that's the maybe there's no one driving planes and flying planes any, anymore. Uh, but they decided that it was um, more economical to 
to truck these monkeys across across the country. I don't know the ins and outs of flying living creatures, but obviously they couldn't ship them through like UPS or FedEx or somewhere like that. So I, I don't know what mechanisms there are in place for yeah. a a laboratory company, a if scientific it was just, research it, company, it, it, to purchase monkeys and ship them. Well, these are, according to this article, these are $10,000 animals. So, okay. I mean, the shipping, yeah, I mean, if, even if it was 1000 per per head. Um, but that's assuming there's any mechanism in place for them to, you know, call up Delta and be like, hey, we need to book a cargo plane to ship 100 lab monkeys. I think that that would be the way to do it. I think that would be the cheapest way to do it. If such a thing is even possible. Yeah, well, I know uh, I, we wouldn't do it. USPS wouldn't do it. I've I've delivered snakes, chickens, lizards. Those they, cargo I, planes aren't heated, though. Well, they would have to heat one. Yeah, was, the, the, was the trailer that the monkeys were being kept in, was that heated either? Good question. Maybe that's why the boxes, the crates were wrapped up the way that they were, with just a, lin- a little window to look out of, and the rest of the crates were wrapped up nice and tight with, yeah, yeah. with, with green cloth. It may not have been heated, but uh, it's probably not as cold that way than it that's would be true. in the you know, cabin, or not cabin, but the uh, cargo area of a plane. Uh, infectious disease doctors, I'm skipping down the article, uh, d- uh, infectious disease doctors gave her the first of four rabies injections together with some antiviral drugs. She said on Facebook she was monitoring her symptoms of rabies and monkey herpes virus B. Oh my God, this woman, <laughs> patient X or patient zero, you're going to re- you think something big's coming out of this? That's two, why we're talking about this? Two weeks from now. Two weeks. There's going to be a new variant. Well, good. I mean, that's probably... Monkey variant. Anyway. Monkey variant. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Where exactly did this woman lose her mind? 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, where you can take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is important to you. 603-283-6160 if you would like to weigh in. Again, that's 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian and Conan. And we're raising funds with Give Directly, the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. Give Directly locates recipients in need and uses mobile money to send them cash with no strings attached and this is better than relying on distant aid organizations to determine what individual families may actually need. And it allows them to drive a range of important positive changes in their lives like employment, nutrition, health, and education. So Free Talk Live is matching your donations to Give Directly, helping families in Bamet and Khalifa counties in Kenya who are in need. We're matching your donations up to $30,000. So if you're feeling generous this holiday season... Head over, I gotta remove that line. Head over to give.freetalklive.com. That's give.freetalklive.com and contribute to our campaign there because you basically get to double your contribution since Free Talk Live is, you know, matching your donations. So check it out, give.freetalklive.com. I looked up the symptoms to herpes, monkey, monkey B virus of herpes, or whatever it is that yep. it's called. And the symptoms, strangely enough, are almost identical to symptoms of COVID-19. You have fever and chills, muscle ache, fatigue, headache, shortness of breath, abdominal pain, nausea and vomiting, and then hiccups, strangely enough, which I'm not aware of being related to COVID-19, but the other seven symptoms that it listed, indistinguishable from having COVID-19. And now this lady has, in fact, and, and it's transmitted specifically by 
this type of monkey. Does that list include severe brain swelling? It does, but that's if as the as the disease progresses, if it's if, not if treated. you're not treated, correct. Yes, but it is treatable with antiviral drugs, and presumably that's why the hospital gave her antiviral drugs. But and of course, this this article re- reports that she uh, is on the lookout for these for these symptoms. Whether someone told her to look for those symptoms, maybe the CDC told her to look for you know symptoms of rabies, and of course, monkey bee virus, uh, or. Well, the, according to the CDC, the very first sentence is that B virus infections in people are usually caused by macaque monkeys. Hmm. Correct, and I and I don't, but I don't think many people. It's a very rare disease in humans. Well, that's because we don't encounter this type exact, of monkey exactly. very often. But this and, lady did encounter and, this and, type and, of monkey, and yet 2022, they decided to truck a hundred macaque monkeys across the country, and it just so happened it got hit by a dump truck. Uh, where was this? Can where, you imagine being the lady that caught herpes from a monkey, though? Hmm. Can you imagine trying to explain that to people? Well, fifty people, at least fifty humans have have caught this disease. Some, yes. some of them, most of them, are scientists and uh, veterinarians and uh, uh, you know zoo, zoo, zoologists and whatnot who are working with these animals and get scratched or bitten by them. That's a good way to get one. But yes, you're, I know where you're going with it. Most of these people got infected after they were bitten or scratched by a monkey or when tissue or fluids from a monkey got on their broken skin, such as by needle, stick, or cut. Mm-hmm. Now, didn't she say something about having an open wound? Or I, I, don't, I don't know if it was this article. I watched a lot of uh, interviews with her, and I, I don't remember where I saw that, but yeah, she claimed to have had a, a wound on her arm or something. One, one, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like they're setting this whole thing up. It's just like A B C D. It's like a bad movie. It's like it's like they've gotten the script writers from Hollywood to say, "Hey, we know you guys aren't selling, aren't writing any for anything new for Netflix or for Hollywood. Hollywood's been in the dumps for the past year. We've got we we need some scripts from you guys. We got the money. We need a script. Just go to town. Just do what you do." I think you're you're just. <laughs> I I think you're putting more faith in humanity than humanity deserves, and I think what we're dealing with I'm here not, is just I'm a not very any stupid woman. I am not. I am. I am. <laughs> this is that's a very pessimistic view of human human nature and human reality. Is that I say that they would go this far? They've, they're losing the narrative. They're already pulling back. Look at UK. UK's they, they opened up. Boris said he came out and says you guys are free. Well, Yay! allegedly, uh, the headlines reported that Boris said they were going to free out, free up, or in the lockdowns or whatever. But according to at least one caller, and I haven't actually read these articles, but the articles are basically doing that thing where they have a misleading clickbait headline where mm-hmm. they make a claim that isn't actually. No, I actually heard him. He article. was on the he was on the mic. He's like, "We're opening back up. You guys could go to. You don't have to wear your mask anymore. You can guys go to school. You can go to the restaurants. We're good to go." And there was applause. All of the sheep. All of the slaves who could have just done it on their own, by the way, sure, were waiting for Boris to say, for they all clear. By the way, the plot to the movie Outbreak in 1995. There you go. That's Dustin Hoffman, right? Involves a white-headed capuchin monkey that is host to a virus smuggled into the country. That's where it all starts there. There you go. (laughs) Look at 28 Days Later. What started 28 Days Later? Was that a monkey, too? It was a monkey. It was they were injecting it with rage, uh, uh, rage uh, serum or something, and he got out and he. That's right. the one with the uh, the zombies that can run, right? Oh, that yeah, that was that's one of the one different. of the first sprinter zombie yeah. movies, and that's oh wow, god awful, because we're all used to Dawn of the Dead, and you know, I've just never seen all it. Is it good? Sh- shuffling. Oh, I remember. You haven't seen it? it? Yeah. No. Oh, it's good. It's a I little, don't like zombie movies, man. They're they're so cliched mm, and boring. Yeah. All right. Well, this was the introduction of sprinter zombies. 
Okay. All right. And number two, they're so, not they're not so actually zombies. Fast they're, they're, cliches. They're infected. Yes. They're infected, <laughs> and they they they're infected and like killing anything that's not infected. Good stuff. Uh, also twenty. Uh, so that was twenty eight days. Like twenty eight weeks later is also pretty good. I uh, definitely recommend them. It's a lot better than that crap you watch. Nightmare on Elm Street. Ugh. What's wrong with Nightmare on Elm Street? The old ones. I'm talking about the old, like the first ones. I've only ever Halloween. They're they're goofy. They're 80s. They're campy. The first one's a classic. I can't speak to the other five or whatever they are. I I saw the first one. I've seen New Nightmare, and I liked both of those, but I didn't see any of the ones in between because they did look terrible. Yeah. Well, one thing I learned from those movies, don't stick your hand in a box if you don't know what's (laughs) in it, lady. Yeah. Sure. And she's obviously older. She's older than us. She she never watched any of those movies. You don't stick your hand in a dark box. Come on, man. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. And she's not getting help. Much help from the authorities who are just like, hey, just just keep an eye on it. Make maybe put some ice on it. You'll be fine. Now the pink eye thing is curious because that isn't showing up any of the symptoms anywhere. Right. So that that could be entirely unrelated. This or- might be the this this is the new variant. This is the brand spanking new new variant. The Omicron didn't work. Couldn't get it to work. So they're trying a new one. What? I don't know, Conan. I mean, <laughs> I think the issue is that Omicron when you, when you worked consider, too well. When you consider, well, uh, uh, some conspiracy theorists think that Omicron was in fact uh, a way to pull us out of the pull us out of this mess uh, and get everyone herd immunity. It's not related to any of the other variants. It's its own. It's its own uh, virus. It's it's not even on the charts. So I, I'm, I'm not a, a medical expert. Faster, faster so spreading. No uh, well, that's what they not, say about not, all the variants, mm. though. They well, said that about Delta, too, and it didn't sweep the nation by storm like they said it was going to. Actually, it's probably what we're dealing with right now. Probably no one has Omicron. Omicron uh, is probably the, the fake variant out there, and Delta is probably the real strain. I had a cold a few weeks ago that may have been the Omicron variant, or it may Could have be. been a cold. I, I see no reason to care one way or the other, and hey. I, I've said that for the last two years. Lose the pounds, take some vitamin D. By the way, speaking of vitamin D, and that's what that's where it really this is what it really boils down to. I've said it, and I've said it, and I've said it. Vitamin D deficiency and obesity and comorbidities. Obesity definitely plays a role. I mean, there have been studies showing that uh, COVID nineteen targets fat cells. So people that's who right. have more fat cells have a higher concentration of COVID cells, and there their immune system starts going crazy, and then they end up on a ventilator, and they're already obese, so they have struggle, they have difficulties breathing, and then they die. 603-283-6160. Coming up, we're going to talk about how the IMF is trying to control El Salvador. It's Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. They start at FreePrivateCities.com and connect via the social media links shown there. All skills will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities open. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build FreePrivateCities.com. FreePrivateCities.com. It's Free Talk Live, and your calls and thoughts are welcome. You can share your thoughts and opinions at 603-283-6160. Again, that's 603-283-6160. Coming up, we're going to be talking about the IMF and Bitcoin. Apparently, they're telling El Salvador that, no, 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 you can't accept Bitcoin as legal tender. 
Because for those who who don't remember, El Salvador's president did declare that Bitcoin was legal tender within the country of El Salvador. They, they actually made it so that merchants have to accept Bitcoin, but they said they won't be enforcing that at this time, which is a little bit problematic because it means they could enforce it in the future. And governments don't generally give themselves powers that they don't ultimately end up using. We're going to get into that later. But first, I brought this story in specifically because you were on with us tonight, Conan. Yay. It's why we'll end up eating bugs. It's that special time of year when the global elites gather together at Davos. Now, who wrote this article, by the way? Or who, what, 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 what from? Unheard. Never heard of him. It's, ne- never it, heard of unheard. It's unheard like herd immunity, not unheard like unheard ah, of. Ah, I like yeah, that. So the article is very much against this sort of nonsense. And it's, it's what concerns me, though, is that they had this Yeah, convention. that opening where they're talking about Davos elites. Yes. Yeah. Anyone who's, because otherwise they are the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the crop of the this, what is what, what the cream of the crop elites out there if if, the, if certain individuals are talking about these people do they really call it Davos because I've never heard of that before they do call yes. it Davos there was a video the, that I saw today like the evil emperor Dalek Davos that seems to be I don't know if that's what they they named it after but it sure does ring a bell uh, in that way but I saw a video of that that horribly ugly woman from Australia and I don't remember what her name is but she's just God awful, scary looking and and ugly, and she was speaking at this Davos forum with the World Economic. Or no, she's speaking at the World Economic Forum, but she's referencing Davos and talking about how we, the elites, I are, saw, I heard that, I yeah, heard this. We are getting along with each other. We're trusting each other better, but the people are not trusting the elites. Yeah, and she and like she actually and she yeah she actually uses the term elites, elites. and us, right. we the elites. Yeah. To refer to themselves. How, what yeah. what do we do to get the people back on our side of the yeah. side of the equation? It, the, these people, man, I'm telling you. And they, these are the people who are pushing this uh, eating v- bug stuff. Well, thanks to the Omicron wave, the World Economic Forum 2022 has been postponed. But don't despair. Instead of the annual jamboree that you probably couldn't afford and would not be invited to, there's an online event called the Davos Agenda. This opened on Monday with a special address by Chinese President Xi Jinping. So it's hmm. not just a Western thing, evidently. Uh, other a non-Western elite yes. thing. Well, they're going to have their own. They, China has their own population problem. They, first, they, first of all, they have a male male to female problem, as in they have way too many men. Uh, they also okay, have, that they, is not how I interpreted that statement. Because they because of <laughs> because of the One Child Act, uh, they were they were basically. Killing off, uh, culling off all of their girls because they want boys to take care of the family in their old age. Uh, you also have an, an aging population. Uh, they have, they have, they have problems. Uh, but uh, they're as far as uh, uh, money wise, they seem to be doing pretty good. But uh, I don't think we're getting the full picture as far as what they're going to be going through in the next couple of years, next decade. Well, what could be more Davos than China's communist dictator telling a bunch of virtual capitalists? That we should remove barriers, not erect walls. Inspirational stuff. <laughs> and I'm sure a great comfort to the people of Xinjiang, Hong Kong, and Tibet. For Davos skeptics, however, this will only confirm suspicions that something has gone very wrong with global capitalism. With the World Economic Forum at the center of it all. The fact that we've exported so much of our pro- productive capacity to China and other countries is one concern. But the bigger worry is about what we're getting back from the globalized economy. 
For Westerners, capitalism is first and foremost a consumer experience. In the 20th century, the system triumphed over its socialist rival because it delivered the goods. After the long, dark centuries of scarcity, we suddenly found ourselves in a time of plenty. We were grateful, but not let it be told, noted, excuse me, pathetically grateful. Indeed, the real clincher for consumer capitalism is that it made us feel strong. Skipping forward a bit here, of course, abundance comes at a cost. There are the obvious downsides of excess, but also our growing distance from the old ways, the rhythms of nature, the bonds of community, the dignity of craftsmanship. We we sort of touched on this yesterday and about how the corporate world has sort of eliminated a lot of the need for mom and pop stores for, you know, you, you just go to Walmart to buy your desk or you go to Ikea or whatever instead of finding some local woodworker who has mm-hmm. crafted a desk for you at like five times the cost. Which is why I don't go to the local woodworker. Yeah, I don't see any of that as a problem, right? Well, to me, yeah. that's just an but, improvement. Now and, I can get cor- a desk a, for much cheaper. Right, and of course, they really they really kicked it home uh, during this lockdown where, um, I mean, if, they were, if mom and pop weren't already having problems, uh, now question, are they even in business anymore this year? Were they able to withstand... Mm-hmm. Uh, the nonsense of people not going out and shopping anymore. People who who, who find it easier to just buy yeah. it on Amazon and have it shipped right to their damn door. I know this. I'm the guy doing <laughs> it, and I've and I've seen the uptick. I've seen uh, how much he- heavier the mail is this year. It is crazy heavy. I work ten hours on Sunday. I work ten friggin' hours on Sunday just delivering Amazon to a small little yeah, town. Yeah, because Amazon's the only thing that delivers on Sundays. Right. Yeah. Insane. So the guy goes on for a few minutes praising the wonders of American capitalism. And I disagree because I don't think America is very capitalist. But anyway, he goes on, nonetheless, it's now under threat. While the global economy produces more than ever, there's a growing anxiety that the associated sense of empowerment, what could be called the real meat of a capitalism, is about to be snatched away from us. That's literally the case when it comes to food. One only has to look at the effort being made to promote meat substitutes. Most distastefully, there's the argument that we should feed the world on insect protein. A quick search of the World Economic Forum website reveals an obsession with the idea. Hmm. Here's a small selection of articles from the last few years, and there's three of them. One is Worms for Dinner, Europe Backs Insect-Based Food. The second is Good Grub, Why We Might Be Eating Insects Soon. And the third, Fancy a Bug Burger. The House Journals of Global Capitalism take a similar line. That would be the financial terms and The Economist. Both publications advocate for entomophobia. I don't know, eating bugs. Beneath what was, per- what's the word? I don't know. Uh, it basically means eating bugs, though, or eating insects. Ento- entomophagy? Yeah. They're gonna have, I just they're, they're glossed gonna, over it. You're going to have to work on that one, guys. That's not going to catch on unless you, unless you make, it, make it so the plebs can actually say it. If the rappers can't sing about it, if they can't say it, then it's not going to go. There is nothing that is going to make this attractive to people <laughs> except for mass starvation. They can't even get they can't even get plant based meat uh, to taste good. No, I love the the picture. Have you seen the photo of the meat section? That it's always took? it's Hold always on. the tofu sections left. Well, right. Okay. So the the photo was everything was gone. From the meat section in the grocery store, except for the, quote, plant-based stuff, fully stocked. <laughs> this, is, this is the truth. But, I mean, well, these guys are living in, in fantasy. Uh, I tell you what, Klaus Schlob is, Schlob, Klaus Schlob, <laughs> he, he's not going to be eating bugs. He's the World Economic Forum. He's going to be eating meat, just like he does, 
And yeah. and us plebs are going to be doing the the, the eating the unless the, he the, actually is a lizard man, in which case he might eat bugs. If that's an that's a in, very interesting uh, theory, <laughs> that the reason these guys like bugs so much and worms is because lizards like bugs and worms. So obviously there's a backlash to all of this. People are claiming, I will not eat the bugs. It's become a rallying cry on the alt and not so alt right. The golden age of capitalism gave us affordable meat, and there's a slice of public opinion that's in no mood to accept substitutes. Yeah, the uh, sho- you can shove that jab right up your, you know what, chant, the UK chant. Uh, part of that is we won't eat your bugs. Oh, really? I haven't heard any of that. Well, it's we live in the U.S. and sure, we, but- like, we like eating cow. We're not just talking food here, but a whole way of life. Consider the second part of the anti-Davos mantra. I will not live in the pod. Mm. I don't know what they're talking about there. That's metaverse. The pod is what's coming. The pod is coming. You're going to have your bugs delivered right to your door. You're going to be strapped in. You're going to be doing metaverse jobs. You're going to be flying a drone in your metaverse job, delivering packages, bug packages, to other pod dwellers. (laughs) It's going. It's going. That's what what Zuckerberg wants for us. That's what Schwab wants for us. Paris Hilton's pimping the metaverse now. I I have an article about the metaverse. This guy goes on for quite a bit. We got into pretty much what he has to say. So let's talk about the metaverse. Coming up, why it's being overhyped and it's really just a bug. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, where you can weigh in with whatever is important to you, take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever happens to be on your mind. 603-283-6160 if you would like to weigh in. Again, that's 603-283-6160. With you tonight is Aria, Conan, and Ian. And as promised, the metaverse is this thing that's been being pimped. Before we get to the metaverse, (laughs) go ahead. I feel like you went away too fast from this insect thing, that this thing's being pimped so much. That's because we've we've gone on over... They've been, extensively they, in the past. They've been this pimping it for the last had, decade. Yeah, this uh, article every, I had just... Every, every couple of months, every six months or so for the past decade, they'll throw it out there. They have these little cutesy little stories about, you know, what do you think about eating bugs? And they'll have some reporter out in the street, or he goes to another country where they actually eat bugs, and he's testing them. He's like, well, it actually tastes pretty good. And it's like... But now, in the past year... Um, you think it's ramping up? I think, well, I don't know. It might just be the same. I think they're just trying to see if it works. It's not going to work with the boomers. It's not going to work with uh, uh, our generation. I think, I think that for the people, so what I'm envisioning when I see this, I'm on a story from Vox from last year, which is all about putting this idea into people's heads, right? Like, oh, it's green. Right? This yeah, is, I think that was the context. That, uh, we, it was probably that exact article that brought us into this uh, whenever it was. And that's why our generation is never going to buy into it. It's going to be the Zoomers who are afraid for their lives, the Greta, Greta Thunbergs who are afraid for their lives. They think they're going to die any time now. They're the ones who are going to be like, no, 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 no. Cull all the cattle. Cull all the pigs and the chickens and the, we'll just eat who crickets. Who cares? They're all little pussy vegans anyway. But, that, that, but they are, they are, the, are going to take the world. They, it's it's they're the ones who are going to the, the soy boys are going to take over the world. <laughs> they, they might they might not re- reproduce. They might not replicate. But well, then the problem will solve itself. Yes, it will. The third world countries will who are are still making babies. They're the ones who are going to come up right out of the ashes, and they're gonna. It's going to be a brave new world that that we, that these that Schwab Klaus 
never envisioned. He thinks it's going to be all rosy, and he thinks it's and he's going to be eating his meat, and we're getting the bugs. No, 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 no. Uh, the the countries who don't play ball, the, the ones, ones who, who bugs ones now, who are, the ones who are yeah, well, that, because they have to, right? But the one the ones who aren't taking this vaccine, they're the ones who are going to rise up out of the ashes, and they're and they're going to hand Schwab uh, 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 his head on a silver platter. I just, when I hear about this, the story at Vox is all about pimping this, about how it's environmentally friendly and it's going to help people in poor parts of the world and so on and so forth. And I just can't help but imagine these masked women. Remember the clip that we played yesterday of these psychopathic uh, older women in masks attacking a man, a black man in an elevator for not having a mask on and, and, and saying Black Lives Matter as they're hitting him with their cell phones? It wasn't like one of those bizarre... Uh, videos of, of recent weeks and I just I'm just imagining these ultra liberal people who they do a lot of this stuff just for political reasons right like they're wearing the masks as a show we, right we've seen so many people you know just obediently wearing masks in places where they absolutely it's not helping them in any way shape or form but it's this kind of virtue signal like people signaling. in cars right. or you yep. know in selfie pics for tinder or whatever right and now you, they're being told oh well if you really want to help the environment you should be eating bugs and i'm just imagining one of these cowardly people <laughs> sitting there in their mask pulling their mask down <laughs> as they as they feed themselves these bugs and they know it's gross right but they're telling themselves that it's good for the earth and it's good for the planet and i have to do this i need to save the planet every bug i eat is one step closer to saving the planet i'm just imagining what these people are going to go through Ian, to continue this religion of theirs it's mass formation you're, yeah. you're correct the religion that they will do just the most idiotic things if if their community tells them That's to right. that it's the right it's the right thing to, even if it makes no sense even if it doesn't follow the science even if it's just re- retarded i'll use that term they're going to do it because it's part of their cult yeah it's part of their ritual it's their new scientism it's their new religion and it, it does even look at all the things the really that christians do there's a lot of I'm talking about a lot all of the really weird stuff christians do that when you stop to think about it, it's like hey man that's that's kind of weird that you're you, you're imagining yourself to be eating the flesh of your God ever, every <laughs> and it's, and so often and, by the and, way, and drinking his his blood. OK, this is a little weird here. And it's not as and, and this just to give you know, it, just to help out. It's not as bad as it was, say, 100 years ago or even or even 50 years ago. They kind of dropped off the, the weirdness uh, radar. But uh, now we've got this new religion that's just taken over the country. They're also, t- taking over the world. They're probably going to fight with each other over it, too, because some people are going to be against it because you're harming an insect, right? And that's... PETA? Where's PETA at on this? Yeah, I don't know. Some of them are going to be, no, no, you got to stick with only the plants, and then the, there's going to be the insect people and the plant, they're going to have a schism Well, you know, that, there's an argument that you shouldn't even be eating plants. When you, you know, right? you, you realize... You starve yourself. You realize just just kill yourself. You, you realize when you pick the leaf off of a lettuce plant... That lettuce it is hurts. crying out yeah. in pain, and That's it's right. and it's sending uh, yes. cells and it's sending uh, what glucose to the to the to the region to heal that They've cut. They've studied this, yeah. 
Yeah. It's screaming out in, in pain, you vegans. Well, You're- yeah, the true believer really should kill themselves because obviously humans, uh, they believe that humans are so uh, detrimental to the planet. So be, you know, take the take the lead, be first and go ahead and off yourself. Make the world a better place. There you go. Yeah, take but it. that's the definition of life. Life feeds on life. That's yeah. what it does. Something's going to have to die so that I may live and it's going to be something weaker than me that is going to die so that I can eat it. Well, it's false to believe that just because people are here that that's somehow hurting the planet. I don't buy it. I think that Mother Nature is much bigger than uh, than all of us. And Certainly. If, uh, if uh, nature decides that it wants to get rid of some humans, then it's going to come up with yeah. some, some ways to do that. There's a George, George Carlin uh, skit. He talks about this. He's like, the planet ain't going nowhere. That's right. You guys, he, the planet was here before you. It's going to be here long after Y'all you. Y'all think you're way more important than, than you are. Yeah. And, you, and, you, and if you really think that you're hurting it. <laughs> that's always been my take on climate change i mean if, if yeah. me- humanity is causing climate change then it doesn't really matter because we're going to make the cl- a climate that's intolerable for us to continue living we'll start dying off and not, that will diminish our ability to go. impact the environment not for the lizards well no. then maybe the lizards will evolve in intelligence and they'll rise and take over the earth i'm talking way, about i'm talking about the ones who have already evolved in intelligence the ones who want, who would like it an extra couple of degrees warmer <laughs> who like eating bugs and worms and they also like the, the they would also like the planet to be a couple degrees warmer you mean mark zuckerberg he's he's not i don't think he's a lizard no he's an android he's, an, he's an android he he was built by by the lizards right <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to revel in the idea that these people who are so obedient and so willing to do whatever it is that the government tells them to or the World Economic Forum are going to be feeding themselves bugs to save their the planet. disgust, but they'll tell themselves that it's a okay. good thing yeah. the whole way through. What well, a bunch of obedient, compliant slaves. Well, that's, you, what you, that's what you are. You remember the old uh, Penn and Teller show, BS? Yep. Uh, where they, the recycling episode where they brought out a bunch of bins and there was like one bin for metal, one bin for paper, one bin they for Take it around the corner. And, and they have like seven or 10 or 20 bins or something like that just to ask people if they would be willing to go through separating out all of their you know recyclables into this incredibly just ridiculous task. And so many people were. They would just do whatever it is that they were told to do. But if they, they thought it was for the good of the planet. Yeah, but what they didn't know is that they, they would roll the, the bins around the corner and they just dump them all into the same pile. <laughs> Did they really? Well, I don't know. That's probably what is actually taking place. It all this, all a, the trash we're selling in China, I have no doubt yeah. They were just dumping it off the off the sides of their boats into the into the water. In this case, it was just an experiment that they did. It wasn't sure. for real. They just wanted to see how far people would go if they thought it was helping the planet. And people will do whatever it is they're told to do. Yeah. That's well, the confusing that ho- thing to me about recycling, though, is that you see recycling bins. It's like, okay, I understand the concept here, but paper recycling goes to an entirely different place than plastic recycling, which mm-hmm. goes to an entirely different place than metal recycling. Which one of those three things am I supposed to deposit into this bin that just says recycling on I it? I haven't recycled since I lived in Florida. I don't know why you guys are having such a hard time with this. I've been, well, I don't. I, mean, I don't been, do it. I, go, yeah, I have either. never <laughs> I've never paid someone to take my trash. I've always driven to the dump, the dump site. And they at Keene has a pretty good one. They, have, they don't have bins. They have friggin' whole holes in the ground basically there's a big huge shed and you drive up to the side of it and it, it goes down and you, you got a, you have a cardboard side you have a paper side you have glass plastic and all never never even seen that part of the dump i just go and throw everything in the dumpster and then that's there's it. a place for the tires there's a place for metal i mean it's it all makes sense and it takes a little bit of time uh and if you do it if you follow the rules uh you don't have to pay to have your trash picked up which is great which is the way which is the way <laughs> yeah, i prefer you pay in your time yeah 
not so it's not free you guys you guys forget that i am a curbside scavenger uh when i go to the dump i usually come usually i always come back with something (laughs) comes back with more there's there's a reason why they have signs all over the perimeter saying no picking because i'm the guy who's out there looking through the metal and looking through the books and looking through the stuff i always come i always come back with something why do they have signs that say no picking it's garbage what do they care exactly bunch of elites they don't want me going through the garbage they want it just to be buried when i can actually enhance my life by some good trash someone else's loot 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in we're going to talk about the metaverse it's free talk live free talk lives video archives have been on library for years library is an uncensorable decentralized blockchain-based media sharing protocol and we're big fans of it here on free talk live in 2020 library launched odyssey a video sharing website to compete with youtube and it's really taking off now with over 1 million channels many of whom are disaffected youtube creators during youtube's crackdown for not towing the government line on covid the free talk live youtube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, where you can weigh in with your thoughts and opinions. 603-283-6160 if you would like to do that. Again, that number is 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And we started talking about how the world elites, who, strangely enough, refer to themselves as elites. They do now. That's a, this is a new turn of events. Yes, I, I wouldn't expect them to be quite so brazen about how they view themselves versus everyone else. I mean, these people genuinely believe themselves to be cut from a... A better cloth mm-hmm. than everyone else, and they're they're saying nonsense. Like the good news is that the world elites trust each other more than ever. The bad news is that the common people, the plebs, trust the elites Even less than less. ever. Yes, it's, it's like you got these backwards, lady. That's the good news, and the bad news is that you guys are getting along better. Well, they think that yeah. they're the saviors. They think that they are going to save us. From, I don't know, overpopulation, from meteorites, from uh, uh, mass ex- ma- some mass extinction, or, I think or viruses. The- it, it, they think that they're saving us. Well, I think on the whole, they think they're saving us from ourselves. Well, our interests are not their interests, so it makes sense that the reverse would be true for us. Excellent point. Let's get to the phones. We have Vernon calling from New Orleans. Vernon, you're on Free Talk Live. So they're building, there's this property that's probably 40 or 50 acres um and they're building a uh what they're calling a crypto mining farm and uh, you know the neighbors are upset because it's gonna be loud it's gonna be obnoxious it's gonna knock property values down why would it be loud who's building it i don't know i don't know all of the detail this is just what i've heard secondhand um i was just wondering in general if you all could talk about you know, I thought I thought it was just 
like a server room, basically, with a bunch that's of what computers. It is. That's what it is. I'm not sure why that's so loud. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be loud. It it would be... It, it wouldn't be louder than an air conditioner. Yeah. Vernon, uh, thank you so much for the call tonight. I think, I think you left. I don't know. Your line went silent there for a second, but... Uh, crypto mining, it's electricity intensive and it produces a lot of heat. Yep. So, yeah, the, it's going to require some air conditioning. It's going to require yep. a large amount of electricity, but I can't imagine any reason that's going to upset property values. People driving past the building won't even know that it's a Bitcoin mining farm. You, I, you're probably driving by Bitcoin mining farms all the time. You don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are lots of buildings that don't have windows that just look like storage buildings, and that's exactly what this would look like. Yeah, and this, I would think, would be in an industrial area more than it would be in somebody's neighborhood. And, oh, and by the way, even driving around people's neighborhoods, there's probably someone who's mining something in their oh, sure. sure. in their, in their house somewhere. Uh, here's here's how you do it. Just look at the, especially if you live in New England where there's snow on the roof. Just look where there's warm spots on the uh, on the roof. Where it there's could no, be either either it's not insulated well, which is probably the, the case, or they've got a they're mining in that in that particular part of the house. Yeah, well, you, why would they mine? On the second floor, instead of like in the basement, the basement or something, where it's colder. Yeah, I mean, wetter, heat rises. Wet. So. I would. Uh, there's so many wet basements. I would. I would not want to take any valuable equipment down yeah, there. And pop the, a dehumidifier down there. And anyways, I'm. I uh, am taking advantage of the the, the warmth created, mm-hmm. heating my house, save, saving me electric bills. Probably where it Obviously. would be. Uh, if I was just heating with, you know, electric or with gas. Well, in New Hampshire, mining cryptocurrency isn't really profitable in and of itself. Because the electricity is yeah. expensive. However, I, I'm, not, the, I, I, I'm, I'm not that bad. You've you got to play but, the long game with it, right? Like you mine a bunch of Ravencoin or whatever, and then it just sits there until Ravencoin explodes to, I think, it hit like 32 cents or something like that. I think that. a lot of people are actually selling it. They mine it and they immediately sell their Raven coin. The, the thing is that you, which uh, reduces their electrical cost, yeah, I suppose. It would do that if you're heating with it yeah. during the summer, it might not make as much sense. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think that you've probably driven by a mining center and you didn't even realize it. I know that more and more municipalities, more and more countries are. You know the you know the guys who are really taking advantage of mining, electric companies. They oh, have sir. they have excess energy. Mm. They've got to get rid of. Yeah. They can't Turn store it. In, it they, they can't store it in batteries or whatnot. And it's right. like, well, just run it through some run it through some processors. Makes sense. Uh, you've got and you've got uh, who? I can't remember which country. I think it was El Salvador. And I, this is news to me. They were actually going to use volcanic heat. They're talking about it still to run their mm-hmm. their, their their mining. And then there's this island where the the volcano just blew up. Uh, did you read this this story? Supposedly that country was just talking about using volcanic uh, heat to mine. Tonga. And, Tonga. It, and, and, and the week later, the stupid... Tonga uh, was talking about um, following in El Salvador's footsteps and creating or making Bitcoin a legal tender there. Yeah. And then the volcano blew up. Very curious. Yeah. Very curious. Well, I mean, they lived on a volcano. They were just, they, uh, one week before, they were talking about using volcanic activity to mine. And then, and then their volcano decided to blow up. And, it looked, and from space, it looks pretty horrific. Like maybe, I don't know. Um, we also have Sarah Hello? calling from New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes. Um, I just want to mention that, you know, Intel is here in um, New Mexico, in Rio Rancho, and they're going to expand. And so they're going to have 700 uh, more high-paying jobs and 1,000 construction jobs. So well, you better I'm pay really, somebody real good to get them to move to New Mexico, because I've heard that place is terrible. 
Well, you know, that's it. Is this Ian? Who, who am I speaking to? I'm Ian. You... Oh, Ian? Oh, you are Ian. Well, okay, okay, yes. okay. You know about New Mexico. Well, yeah, you uh, called and told us all about it. And before you called in, we've also seen them on the various different charts, and uh, New Mexico is not a real impressive place to live. But again, if you're paying people really well, some people are going to move there. So, Sarah, how is this plant, how is this project coming along? Because they construction was supposed to start in late 2021. I'm going to go ahead and assume that construction has not started, right? Well, I mean, it was announced that they're going to expand. I, I think uh, three years ago, they actually folded in. They were going to all bail out. And then now, five years later, now they're going to expand, which is a good news for New Mexico. But it's bad kind of for, for me and Richard because we want to buy some condo or buy some property. And the real estate price, the rental prices went just crazy. So the average home here is about $300,000. I don't know if that has as much to do with uh, Intel relocating there as it does with a bunch of people from California trying to get the hell out of one of the worst places in the country. I suspect you're getting a lot of uh, influx from the West Coast, whether they're coming for Intel or other reasons. Yeah, this is one. Well, this I mean, is, hold on, Sarah. This is one little community in one part of New Mexico that added less than a thousand jobs. This is not going to affect property prices in Albuquerque. If anything, if they need a thousand more workers and they don't have the homes for them, that's just going to drive home prices up even even higher. If there's right, no, that's, that's correct. That's what she's that's, saying. That's what I'm okay. I mean, it's good because it, it helps the but people like us, people like me. I mean, apartment houses might go up to nine hundred thousand, two hundred. Um, ridiculous prices, kind of like where you guys are. What's what's your prices for a one bedroom or a studio up in New Hampshire? I have no idea. Not, neither do I'm I. I'm not in the I'm not in the market for that. But I do know that the housing prices have gone up at least ten percent between this year and and last year. But it's, uh, but it's not just New Hampshire. It's the whole damn country. There's very few. Not the whole country. They're going it's, down in San Francisco. I, I, They're I, going I, down in cities. I'm sorry. The the the. Okay. Correct. The people are moving here. Right. As I, I, people are migrating okay. from the worst places like New York and California to better places, which is pretty much anywhere else, uh, <laughs> the the prices of the real estate are naturally going to go up. It's just supply and demand. Yeah, sir. I thought the whole point of these these government projects, where the government agrees to give X number of tax breaks to this company for moving there, was to to bring jobs to the state, not to bring workers to the state in order to fulfill those jobs. There's already people that need work in New Mexico. Yeah, I would assume that this wouldn't create much of a a demand for new houses because these people are already there and in need of work. But there's probably some real special positions at a company like Intel. You can't just hire some homeless guy off the street. Uh, you know, to do design work or whatever it is. That they oh, need that's done. right. The, these are 700 <laughs> high tech jobs. Right. And the other question yeah, that, is, that, you have to have uh, educated. That you got to be able to read and write and use computers. <laughs> yeah, that, that, helps. <laughs> that helps. You know, the que- at bare minimum, yes. The question is, are these are these jobs transferring, <laughs> or are they brand spanking new jobs? Because I mean, Silicon Valley has its problems. Real estate there is incredibly high. Maybe they're just transferring, and that might be the way to do it. But if they're just trying to create new jobs, everyone's looking for workers. You can't just create new jobs like this. Well, in theory, but I don't think construction's even started like it was supposed to. It's Free Talk Live. It is 
is Free Talk Live, where your calls and thoughts are welcome. 603-283-6160 if you would like to win. Look at that number, 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And Bitcoin.com is the best place to go to learn about cryptocurrencies. If you don't know what we're talking about when we talk about cryptocurrencies, head on over to Bitcoin.com. Click Getting Started at the top of the page. Just take a few minutes out of your day to learn about this important world-changing information. And if you already know about it, stay up to date on all of the news and headlines that are relevant to you at news.bitcoin.com. That's their new site. All on a sleek, easy-to-use website. That's bitcoin.com. Strangely enough, bitcoin.com, in a major way, has made these metaverses possible, as I understand it, because so many of them are reliant on NFTs. What did bitcoin.com have to do with that? Nothing. Oh, you said Bitcoin.com had made this po- made the metaverse. Oh, I mean to say Bitcoin uh, and blockchain oh, technology. I'm okay. sorry, that just slip of the tongue. Then. <laughs> I was going to say Bitcoin.com is just a website where you can learn yeah. and buy Bitcoin. I would yeah, slip out the tongue. Then sorry. I would say the greatest contributors to the NFT concept is is video games, online video games, Warcraft, EverQuest. I mean, those are you look at all of the product that people own, all and real estate. And uh, who, what was the what was the other game before EverQuest? The uh, anyway, it'll come to me. But I mean, Ultima ha- Online. No, no, no. It's a, a the, the life or something. Oh, Second Life. Oh. Second Life. That actually, I think, came after EverQuest. You have people who are purchasing online property, virtual property, uh, yes. clothing, cars, accessories. Look at the Warcraft. They, people are decking themselves out with, uh, you know, all this armor and this loot. Yes, but they're buying those things with things earned in the game, not real dollars. They pay not. real dollars as a subscription. And yeah, the, the, oh, the Second pay. Life has uh, Linden dollars, which are based on the dollar. And then when you can, and then you can take it to the next level. This, I mean, this is where it gets. This is where you screw the screw the metaverse into real life. You actually had, I dealt with it when I, in my Warcraft days, I dealt with individuals, players who all they did was camp a section and they would kill everything and it would ruin it for people like me. They wouldn't play the game. They wouldn't do let, they wouldn't go on out on quests. This is why you play PVP servers and you get on your max. I was on a PVP server and you wreck them. I I, I wasn't all, I wasn't, I wasn't high enough level yet. But so, what would happen if they camped this area and they kill everybody? Then they get all their their loot. No, no, no. They're not killing everybody. They're killing. All, they're killing all the the care uh, the the monsters. Oh, okay. They're and just ruining everyone else's time. These are gold farmers. Okay. These are oh. actual gold farmers. Most of them from other countries. There are way better ways to earn gold now. Well, this is this was ten years ago. Yeah, this had to have been like way in the early days of World of Warcraft. But I mean, so you have now you have people who are spending their their on their real lifetime on a virtual in a virtual game harvesting virtual money and then turning it around and selling it for real money for real money mm-hmm. yes that that is a thing but that's not endorsed by blizzard and it was against blizzard's terms for people to be they doing let that. them do it they they didn't care they didn't care. That's why you. Ha- that, I mean, that's they- why the community had to take it in their own hands and get their level seventies out there, and they had to gank these dudes. I think they probably cared, and that was why they implemented the um, the premium auction house or whatever it was that they did in Diablo three. And then they ultimately did something similar in World of Warcraft, where you can sell a subscription token that you buy with real dollars for like gold on right. the auction house, and it's basically a roundabout way of buying gold from someone. But I, I, 
Look at look. Just think about it. Look at look at the countless hours that I spent on, see, a, on so, a virtual avatar that w- that wasn't well, maybe was representative of who I am in real life. But I can't take any of that with me. I can't bring any of that. With, just I can't, I can't finish playing Fallout New I can't Vegas. Do What's anything the difference? With it. I, I because I'm just playing on my own in my own little world. I'm not connected to other people. When you start connecting to other people, when you can go into a room or when you can go into the bank, the lobby, and you can show off your armor to all the other real people who are not real at all. They're just playing their avatars. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where it's going. I don't understand the difference between and um, uh, you're making out like there's something unique about World of Warcraft and decking yourself out in armor to impress other players. I'm talking about how that's how it's. Were you how not it's, decked it, out in awesome armor when you played New Vegas? Absolutely, I was. But I'm talking about the concept of NFTs. This is where it comes. I know that it will take off. I know that people will accept it because I've been it's there already. already. Taken off. Paris Hilton's pimping NFTs on t- late night talk shows. Melania Trump sold. 900 or something or attempted to sell 900 of the same nft she's, she's got a new auction going on right now uh, I'm i bought i bought what? tickets recently for a slipknot concert and it included three nfts there you go one, one for each <laughs> ticket. At least, at least you, you don't you, even know what it is i don't at least even know what gets, it is at least you get something that's real I, I didn't even know what they were part of the deal right it was like here's your nft of what? All you <laughs> so, did was notify me that I have them now. I, I'm not real clear on what you're saying, Conan. Are you saying that because there have always been, as long as there have been online, massively multiplayer role-playing games on the internet... Video games, people, in, video games in general, but especially online games. And people who've been on these uh, you know, systems have been selling the things that they've earned in order to make money. You're saying that's what prefaced the, uh, the NFT? I'm, I, what I am saying is I have no doubt in my mind that this NFT movement which is being thrown at us at the moment, it's already been established. It's already been, been taking place forever, for years, and I know that it will catch on and people will accept it into their lives. Oh, it's a complete scam. They already, it, it, it has caught on, and the average person hasn't accepted it into their lives, but they're hearing about it, they're interested, and they're desperate to get their hands on one of these NFTs for themselves, even though they have no idea what it is. And they're going to invest money into it, and the bottom's going to fall out of this market, and they're going to end up losing lots of money. I don't think so. On this complete total scam, they'll just they'll just have to cre- they'll create new NFTs. They'll they'll be a new Pokemon. It's, it's there'll gonna, be a new Pokemon that you have to collect. It's going to burn out long before that happens. Here's 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 my go to, here's so. my go to example. This is where it's going. We've all seen South Park's World of World of Warcraft. Did you see their comment on NFTs? recently yeah, uh no I, you recent. shared it and i forgot about it okay there's but, like a minute and a half clip where south park weighs in on cryptocurrency nfts and combining a kfc taco bell super oh and his butter's NFT. doing it older yes. older butters oh i didn't realize it was older butters because <laughs> i just saw the clip and he it is wasn't. the best at explaining things especially if they're scams victor chaus i yeah. believe is what his name was in that but anyways the best representative of of where it's going is the south park World of Warcraft's uh, uh, episode where they you, they're all morbidly obese. <laughs> they can't even get out of their own chairs. Cartman mm-hmm. has to have his mom come to him with a poop bucket because he can't, can't get out of the chair. And that's all they do is they just play Warcraft all day. No, 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 no. In their virtual little worlds, you're that's- overlooking the critical detail that we'll be eating crickets. And it's gross, and we won't eat enough of them to get fat. As long as you have me delivering your Amazon crickets, you're going to have people who are living their entire lives mm-hmm. in these pods. Just, just playing games, living, doing second, doing third, doing twenty seventh life or whatever. 
just because they can they can be pretty and they can be young and they can be and they can have everything in these in these worlds. So is this going to be like an intravenous hookup, right? Where, they, where like you have to be trained to go in and swap out their cricket juice container to continue sustaining them because they can't disconnect long enough to actually eat a meal, right? Possibly, God forbid. possibly. And it's going to be. And by the way, it's going to be Gattaca style. You got. I don't all, know what that means. That means all the people who are feeding you the, the crickets, they're going to be the lower class citizens, the ones that have. Uh, they the deep, ones that actually live in the real world are the lower class citizens in this scenario. The ones who are delivering packages, yes. But there is at least in the real world. Correct. They already have a product called Soylent, which is intended to be a meal replacement for people that have, you know, no free time. And yep. they actually called it Soylent. Oh, yeah. And by the way, it's 2022. Guess when Soylent Green came out? This year. This There's year. more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You're invited to join us, 603-283-6160, if you would like to weigh in with your thoughts and opinions. Again, that's 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria, Conan, and Ian, and you should be watching us on Odyssey. We're currently suspended from YouTube. Yet again, they seem to do that quite regularly. In fact, I think we went almost five, six weeks that time without being suspended. Almost a record for the entire year of 2021, mm-hmm. really. And then I came back. You did come back, and we immediately got suspended for the episode you were in. Oh, so, really? So yes. I, I was just I was just come making it up, but I, I we'd really go off the rails. It, it really was that episode, if I remember correctly, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the uh, the mass formation psychosis discussion. Yeah. Well, but you know we what? We're going to talk about that with or without you. Yeah, you know what? Screw YouTube. Yeah, that's exactly what we said. You should be watching us on Odyssey instead. They're, they're not deplatforming us regularly. So if At you, all. yeah, if you want to actually have a place where you can watch the show day to day without worrying about whether or not we're going to be there, or whether we've been suspended, or whether the channel's just been deleted entirely because one more strike on our YouTube channel and it's permanent deletion. Yep. If that strike comes before February the seventh or whenever it is that one of them comes off, video.freetalklive will take you directly to our channel there. That's video.freetalklive.com. Talking about the metaverse here, um, because it's a fascinating topic, right? And I want to like aspects of the of the technology, right? I, as a gamer, VR sounds like it could be fantastic. But I've I'll pr- go ahead and say, it's pretty cool. I've, it, t- I've tried it one time, and it made me think, should I get this? Let me, let me, what, and I what? thought, no. <laughs> what what advances in technology that have I don't that have cropped up all throughout our lives haven't have you not liked? I know Ian, you don't like social media, so there's there's some things. There's some. Oh, I'm not against social media. Well, I, I think you, it needs you're to against be used being on them. Correct, uh, and I have rules myself. Yeah. I, I'm 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 still on Facebag. I'm on social.freetalklive.com. Um, I have I have ethics rules that I you know that I won't break. But I mean I don't. I'll tell you one thing I don't like. I don't love it. I had to rent a car for the last week, and it had built-in internet connection that always had a better internet connection than my cell phone did. Wow. I didn't like that, because that meant that some company somewhere could track me anytime I was going anywhere, and I would have no way to monitor it, or to know about it, or do anything to stop it. And if they decide they want to turn you off they can they can that's if, a good if, point. If, it if, was if, one if, of those push to starts that doesn't require you to actually turn the ignition off if so. the authorities are looking for you and they're like where's this person at and they they track down the the the, the car they track down uh, the whoever's whoever's yep. supervising shut her and down like, shut her down 
Amazon Alexa, uh, all of those sorts of things, the Amazon Rings, I hate those technologies. They're spyware. The, the Roombas, mm-hmm. they're also spyware. Yep, yep. So, I mean, there's plenty of technology that's been released in the last decade that I didn't like. But before that, it's now it's starting to get utopian. It's starting to get dystopian. Or dystopian. Unless you go, unless well, you, even unless even you, these little devices we carry around aren't a whole lot better. I mean, they have microphones, they have cameras. For all I know, Google can turn any of those on anytime they want. Yep. There's a reason there's a sticker over my camera on this laptop. Yeah. I, I love the ones that have the thing where you can just swipe over to cover up the camera, mm-hmm. but still, that's not going to stop the microphone from picking you up. There are a lot of aspects of the metaverse that are just, that, are, that I find appealing. I'm already doing it in my own way. I've already played online video games. I'm playing, I'm playing Fallout 4 right now as we speak, building a settlement that I can never take anywhere. I can never do anything with it. I don't think a single-player game is uh, the metaverse. It's a, it's like a, that's it's the like issue a, it's like here. A, it's like a singular verse. It's my little, it's my little thing. But, but I'm that's, st- that's the problem, Conan. They're painting the metaverse as though it's not a video game. When you and I know, about, yes, it's a video game, right, even well, if it doesn't have an end goal or whatever, what they're doing is they're creating this video game world to play around in. I mean, when you can Consider how many mods that I've downloaded from the community, mm-hmm. and um, and when you consider that maybe I could actually record video footage of my my interactions with my my little world and upload them to some uh, video uh, uh, program like YouTube. I mean, it kind of is. It's on its way to being the meta. It's not Fallout seventy six, which is. It's an, it's an actual online community where other people are running around bumping into each other. Well, I, there's but, a headline here that's, and I don't want to read the story. It's not worth sharing, but the headline's interesting. No one knows what the metaverse is, and that's what's driving all the hype. And That's and, a fair point. And it's true, right? Like, there's these big corporations, Microsoft, now formerly Facebook, now known as Meta, Uh, All these big corporations are throwing billions of dollars into this. They're getting all kinds of uh, major publicity for it. And it's really hard to describe what this is that's different than a video game or an online massively multiplayer video game. It's just it seems like they're taking the same technology and saying, all right, what can we do to get Walmart shoppers in here? All right, what can we do? That's the difference. That's the difference. When When you bring real life into your video game. But they're not bringing real life into their you, video when, game. When they're when they're mimicking, they're creating a pale imitation of real life within their video game. When you're having a business meeting a real that, that deals with real life issues in a virtual video, and a video game, that's in a virtual world. That's what they're pushing at Facebook. That's the metaverse. Whenever you're shopping, whenever you're walking down a Walmart alley or an, a, 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 a supermarket and you're picking things off the shelf and putting it into your virtual basket, that's the metaverse. That's okay. why I'm saying playing Fallout 4 or any other single player game that have you know has existed for years doesn't fit would, into at least the mainstream media's definition of when, metaverse. Uh, uh, this precursor, when, but especially when you consider that I all of that, I got all of that from online. I got I've downloaded the game from online. I'm connected basically. I've I downloaded all the mods uh, that have that have uh, man, uh, that I, where I manipulated I the game. You're, you, you it's a precursor. Are, okay, I, I I need a clarification on a point. What what is the fundamental difference between Let's say you have 10 people who work at a really hip, really cool tech company. They're going to have their online meeting because they're all in different parts of the country. They're going to have it on Zoom. It's, right? a, pre- it's a precursor to the metaverse. It's all, right. they're, they're, I'm not finished. Right, I'm sorry. Then they're going to have their next one in World of Warcraft. Simply because they, hey, we all play World of Warcraft, so we all have characters there. So let's just pull up our characters there and create a party chat and or create a raid chat or whatever. Then we can just hang out there and do do our meeting there. What's what's the how difference? How is it fundamentally different? Because because uh, Alan, um, 
the, the CEO, who's a furry, could actually come <laughs> in with his pony pony outfit. And, uh, and he could do that in a Zoom call as well. And anyone else could change their avatar to anything that they want, and they can have a they can have flashing lights on the walls, and they can do you that. can do that with Zoom calls as well. I mean, there's no there, there's all sorts of filters that will turn people into animals, like like with uh, Snapchat and stuff like that. Those exist for Zoom as well. You just mm. have to apply them. Plus, green screens and stuff like that. I think it's really going to come down to decking out your avatar with all the latest gadgets, all the latest goodies. You can and, do and all show of that via Zoom. I think they're saying that Metaverse is VR. And Zoom is not, so there's where the, the dividing line is. Yeah, and, that, and that as well. It's very unclear. But Gerard de Castro is bullish on the metaverse. This is the guy who sold an investment property in real life and then invested the proceeds into the digital land market. Hmm. So he had a real life property that he sold and then he used that money to buy realist, quote, real estate in one of these metaverses. It's probably going to work out way better for him, honestly. I mean, if if the trend continues... I don't think it's going to actually it's... catch on. No, well, no, so you might be right, but for now, it could very well... He could double his money by next week. It, this is the way it works, yeah. I mean, if, sure if, 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 if it catches on, if, if, if all of these celebrities come out, you're doing what they're doing... Look, the uh, will it catch on with the masses? I say the answer no. Will it, it catch on with other? To. I know you're uh, you're exactly right. Some other company that's bought into the hype will yeah. buy that from. Well, here's yeah. the question: Who did he buy this from? Someone or he just set some servers up and and created? Well, he probably some... bought it from. Well, it probably will tell us where he bought it from. I'm guessing. I mean, what's to stop anybody from setting up a server and and, 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 and hosting? You could take one of the uh, open source decentralized autonomous metaverse properties. Uh, Decentraland is one of them. There's another one called Sandbox. You could probably copy their code. Would be my guess. And that's what I would be. But I wouldn't be buying this you, from anybody. I would be hiring a, a tech. I'd but be, then you're starting from zero. You're starting from scratch. The thing is, though, Conan, if you do this, you're basically it's the equivalent of creating a cryptocurrency that no one else uses. Like, sure, okay, you have it, but There's no one's interested those, in it. And yeah. the thousands of them have died. So, I mean, or it's like creating a a matrix server that has no one on it. It's like, okay, great, you have your own server, you can do it, you have your own thing, but. You're the only one there. Well, my question is, why hasn't Facebook already done all this? Because they have everybody already. They haven't by the, the short. They have the short hairs. You haven't heard? Facebook's pimping this heavy, dude. They've got this thing called Horizon Worlds. And oh, it's, it's terrible awful. looking. Yeah, during the break, look up some videos <laughs> of this, dude. It is truly bad. Like, late 90s and worse graphics. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can weigh in, talk about the metaverse if you want, or change the subject entirely. It's up to you. Whatever you want to talk about. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And I want to say thank you to CH, who was last night's amplifier. This means that CH is a member of the AMPS program. You can find it at amps.freetalklive.com. That's amps.freetalklive.com. If you like the show, you value the show, joining the AMPS program is the best way to show your support. So thank you so much for that, CH. Sorry I'm getting to you late. I'm bad at my job. However, we are talking about the metaverse. Speaking of people who are bad about their jobs, um, I asked you to look into the the Facebook version. And I, I know Facebook wants to rebrand themselves, but they are and will forevermore be Facebook. Well, they're still Facebook. They're just owned by well, a company called Meta. Facebag. I, I mean, Meta is Facebook. Like th- this is mm-hmm. not 
this virtual world they're creating, this is not something that's created by Meta. It's created by Facebook. Their name change to me is irrelevant. It's never going to catch on with us. Will the Zoomers, will will they pick up on it? Will they even know? I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, who is are, excited are, are, about or this? Or will they be something different? Well, that's a, an important question is who besides these corporate, you know, faceless corporate people are excited by the metaverse? Are there actually people out there who the pod, are giddy Ian, about the, this? The pod people. I don't know that those people even exist, They man. do. It. It's not our generation. We're going out. We're going out maskless. We're going out and doing what we want to do. It's the, it's the poor generation that have been locked down, the young kids- they're the ones, the ones who are offing themselves because they live in, they're b- depressed and they're overweight and they hate themselves and they hate their friends. They hate everything. They hate their lives. They're mass. For, they're in mass formation. They're the ones who are going to love this because now they can go and they can go as a unicorn. They're a legless unicorn and they can be what they want. They can be pretty and sparkly and they can do what they want. I, I just don't see it catch, catching on. It, it, the, it, reason, just, the reason that it won't catch on is because someone's going to still have to feed these people. I mean, it's a, it's just a money sink. It, it's it's a, an artificial bubble, you know, created by hype and people writing news articles that are the polar opposite of this. But most of the articles that we've talked about, about regarding the metaverse, just just hype it to the end of the world. Like this is the best thing. It's so innovative. Innovative. It's new. It's refreshing. This is going to change the world. Arya, look at the millions of people on Facebook. They, people love it. I love it. I love looking at my kitty memes. I love there's a, Facebook. There's a huge difference between looking at cat pics on the internet and what these people are trying to sell. They're not. Tr- they're not selling anything except ads. Yeah, they are. They're, they're not- trying to sell VR sets. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. So, but that's gonna be that's gonna be the norm. Everyone's gonna have a VR set. That's what I, they want. One the, day but I'll they have won't. it. But they won't. They will. The av- no, look, every, look no, at look no. at ten years ago. How many people had cell phones? The, the now me- everyone, even my dad, has a cell phone. Conan, the media is saying that everyone is going to have a VR headset, but I can tell you interacting with normal people day to day at my other job and people in gas stations, they're not interested in this crap. The media is uh, just say, saying you say they that are. now, and they said the same thing about cell phones. No one ever said people <laughs> said weren't that, interested. They in said cell the phones. same thing about the internet. One idiot said that about the internet. The once the internet reached people, people loved it. AOL was huge, it's, and this is going to be the it same just way. Took and time it might for people and it, to get it to get it, and it might not be Meta's Horizon Worlds with their legless avatars. Which why the hell? It just looks weird. It's just lazy, lazy programming. But I mean, but with cell it's phones, gonna, it's going to catch on. Cell phones bring a direct benefit to the to the user, right? Like they, you know, in the old days, you used to have to be tethered to a wall with your with your phone. Then cordless phones came out, and it was like a big deal, right? You could finally walk around the house. You didn't have to stay in the it, kitchen. And the only reason you're walking around the house is because you're trying to find the damn signal. No, it was because you could. Because you can You're walk trying away. to find the signal, Ian, and it only works in the corner of the room over there. I don't know. Most, <laughs> I don't know if most people had that experience. But I did. Uh, I lived in the woods. Well, okay. But then it was a cell phone allowed you to leave the house entirely. And, right? you, had a, like, and, so, and you had apps and cre- you had a map on your phone now. But oh, what? Well, not, I mean, no, not at first. Not at first. Not for many years. Yeah, they had the Garmin that you had on, uh, mounted to the side of your, uh, your, your dashboard. Sure, it was a for, separate device. Separate device. And then separate now device. you have it on your phone. And people used to be able to read maps. I can read a map, by the way. I don't think my kid can. I don't right. think she would know the. I don't think she could go to the index of a map and figure out where You're the right. street was and go to the grid and figure it out. It's, but what does the metaverse do to make your life better besides getting allowing people to escape their lives? Which there's no doubt there's going to be a lot of people who want to do that. But I, I got to agree with Arya. There's always going to be the realists, if you will, the people who want to be in the real world, and this is not going to be attractive to them. Now, what percentage ultimately will it be split? We looked at some studies. 
studies recently, and I don't re- recall the numbers, but it, we were both surprised. I think it was like 25% of people had uh, tried VR and they liked it. Like some of them liked it. Some of them, I don't know. I don't want to speculate on what they were, but it was it was bigger than we thought it was going to be, and it's still early yet, right? Like the the devices are going to get smaller. They're going to get easier to uh, to wear at some point. We're going to have the Matrix Jack in the back of your head. I mean, that's that's coming. You know well, that's we, coming. We say so. it's early, right? But VR and 3D technologies, they, they sort of go through these phases where mm-hmm. every five to ten years, one of them just gets just gets hyped up. And then it dies off again because it turns out people aren't very interested in it. We saw the thing. We've seen 3D movies become popular over and over again. There's just these... These ups and downs where they're very popular and then no one cares and they're very popular and VR has done exactly the same thing for the last 20 years. I'm, the Virtual Boy came out in the 90s because v- virtual reality was the next it big did thing. Have a, it did have a wave in the 90s, but it was never consumer available. The Virtual Boy was not real virtual reality. It wasn't at all what was being sold right. in the movies. Uh, and now we have what they were what they were envisioning in the movies in the 90s. Obviously, it was rudimentary what they were envisioning in the 90s. We have that now. It's here, and it's way better than than what they were saying it was going to be. So I don't know. I, I'm i kind of in between both of y'all on this. I think that uh, virtual reality is going to get bigger. I think a lot of people are going to embrace it. It is going to be you know useful in some ways, but the metaverse, I, I, can't, I can't get excited about I, it. I, I don't think it's going to be something that happens overnight. It it really is going to be dependent on the the affordability of the Oculus or whatever. Dude, they're three hundred bucks. Yeah, I know. So right now, it's, that's it's, cheap. It's not happening this year because of because of it's not affordable. Well, when that's you consider when man. you consider people are spending buying a thousand dollar cell phones, think but, about people spending five hundred bucks on a PlayStation or whatever. This it's year. not. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going down this this route. Me neither. But that is very affordable, all things considered, and it's only going to get cheaper. For, it'll be. I considered bucks. it. The only thing that really stopped me is that it has its own unique library of games, and the only one on there that it's I was all remotely, controlled by Facebook. Yeah, that, that's also true. But I mean, even then, there's the Steam VR headset, which isn't controlled by Facebook. It's significantly more expensive. I don't remember the name of it now, but it's like a thousand dollars or something. Mm-hmm. It still has a very limited library of games that it can even play. Right. Right. So it, it's well. That's another question. What is the metaverse killer app? What is the thing? Because going to Horizon Worlds, this Facebook thing with the legless avatars, not interesting. It's going to be. It's going to be uh, some. It's going to be some uh, social media product, like maybe mm-hmm. like Discord. It's going to be a gaming. It's going to be a gaming site where people are. They already own these devices. They already own Oculuses or or. or well, the gamers are already into it. That's what I mean. But so what they're trying to attract is the other people. They want to get non gamers to buy a VR headset. A lot of non gamers so use Discord, but it started as a it started as a gaming platform, and now it's starting to branch out, and everyone's using. It. YouTubers are using it. So you're saying a chat app, a virtual reality chat app, is going to take off all of a sudden? That They've al- had these things for years. That already have their their claws in the gaming community because they're all, because the gaming Discord community already owns these things for various various reasons. Like every crypto's got a Discord. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people using Discord that aren't gamers. But but you're asking who's going to be the killer, the meta killer, and I'm thinking it's going to be something I'm like what's Discord. What's the killer app? What's going to attract non gamers? Oh, oh, gotcha. It's going into it, the metaverse. It's going to be someone like Ashton Kutchner, uh, uh, hyping Twitter, and all of a sudden overnight Twitter takes off. I don't think hype is going to do it in this case, man. It's it's going to it's going to be someone. All right, maybe you it's going to be able to get or, or maybe, or maybe it's going to be some band 
that only has their music on the, on the metaverse platform, or it's going to be meta. It's going to they're going to be all right. We're, now we have a music platform. And they're going to start hyping out all these new Zoomer rappers. And they're these doing new, it, it to some extent with. Uh, I imagine Facebook will start doing it with their Horizon thing, but Fortnite has been having musical acts performing, quote unquote. It seems just like piped in, recorded stuff. Because how would you know if they're actually live? Yeah. But uh, they've got artists performing in Fortnite. So that's happening. I did recall someone else doing something similar a number of years ago, but I don't recall the specifics about it. Mm -hmm. But there was some sort of celebration that took place in a video game, and they had supposedly live musicians. But you don't know that the whole thing isn't pre-recorded because you're not there actually witnessing it. I did see part of one of these live-streamed Metallica concerts because they were doing a a reimagining of one of their older songs that I really liked. And so I was curious. I wanted to hear what they did. And it happened to be from one of their live stream concerts. And it was sad, dude. Just oh, God. They, they had images of people who were watching the concert live, like lined up on the walls in the back. Oh, while so awful. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was really cringy, man. It's like, dude, what? How- was anyone headbanging in one of those images all by themselves in their living room? No, everyone looked bored, if, yeah. I, if I remember correctly. It's awful. Yeah. Good. 603-283-6160. When we get back, we're going to actually get into this article about the metaverse and why it's being overhyped. But you can weigh in, 603-283-6160. There is more coming up here, and it's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, where you can weigh in with your thoughts and opinions, 603-283-6160, if you would like to do that. Again, that number is 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. Ian. And Conan. And we're talking about the metaverse here. Uh, this guy, DeCastro, sold some property in real life and it then invested it in the metaverse. And that new digital land represents, depending on who you ask, an enviable early investment in the future of the internet or misplaced hope in one of the most overhyped marketing schemes in the history of U.S. capitalism. I I tend to think it's somewhere in between. It is definitely misplaced hope in an overhyped marketing scheme. However, that doesn't mean he's not going to make a lot of money from it. As long as they can keep the lights on. If we end up in some kind of a crisis, like a real crisis, not the one that people think that we just went through and they were going through at the moment, but a real crisis where, you know, zombies, you know, <laughs> Mad Max. I'm just thinking like food Mad Max, shortages Ho- and stuff Mohawks, like that. Okay. And food shortages. That's just part of it. But no, if it, it that's the, if it, if Straight we can, to zombies. If we can keep the lights on, then uh, I think this, this is definitely going to work. But I don't think we're going to get there because it's we're going to be living in caves in the next twenty years. We're going to be living under the bridge, you know, you know, going through dumpsters looking for um, scraps, bottle caps. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's going to be that bad. <laughs> but what's less in dispute here is that he is one small part of a growing population engaged in an intense digital land grab, buying, selling, renting, and building in the so-called metaverse in the hopes of making money. We're all speculating at this point, De Castro admitted. Many blockchain-based, because as far as I can tell, there is yet to be demonstrated any consumer demand 
for a metaverse, right? Like Facebook developed this thing, Decentraland developed this thing, these other companies developed this thing, but I haven't seen any indicator that the market actually wants this thing That's that they developed. That's what I was saying before. It's like, what's the what's the reason why a non-gamer wants to really join this thing? It really feels forced. That's yeah. that's what the whole thing feels like. It's like, okay, Facebook, Microsoft, they're they're pouring billions of dollars into this. Microsoft will probably be more reminiscent of a game, and I think that will heighten its appeal, but not enough. Yeah, the gamers are already in. I mean, there's a good chunk of gamers already interested in VR. If they haven't already bought one, they're, they've got their eyes on it or whatever. It's but just they're not the other interested people. in the metaverses. It's the other people, though. What else? What is going to bring these people in? I'm, it's not clear yet. I mean, online meetings. That's what Facebook is kind of banking on. Okay, you can come come play mini golf in our little you know online horizon worlds. It's the worst mini golf game you'll ever play. <laughs> But it's the but it's their first. It's yeah. their first attempt. This is only going to grow and get get bigger and bigger. True, it is early. I don't think I don't think the masses but are going to prove interested in it. Yeah, I, I think the media wants people to be interested in it. And I think Facebook wants people to be interested in it because you know Mark Zuckerberg is really into it and he's got all this money to throw at it. But just because a company developed a product doesn't mean anyone out there actually wants that product. And to be fair, you know, even though there are some major mainstream publications and such, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, that have been singing the praises of the metaverse, there are also some critical stories that have been coming out as well. They, they I think the the creator of the Sony PlayStation recently spoke out against uh, the metaverse, and really? the, the guy who made Second Life, I guess, is a, is against it. Headline over at the Guardian quote: "I've seen the metaverse, and I don't want it." Uh, so there's definitely some anti-metaverse. Are they? But are they opinions. explaining why they don't want it? Because it like yeah, take, this whole article is about that. Because it takes away from our real, real lives. Well, in this case, this person is a a gamer. The person who wrote this article. So she is saying that you know she should be attracted to the metaverse, but she is not into it. Um, she's See, got I think the opposite. I think someone being a gamer is going to make them least likely to be interested in. The metaverse, because we've seen least, what, least likely. Yeah, we've I, seen. I'm, what I'm, we, not, I'm not buying that argument. Complaints. I think I think I think the gamers are the ones that are going to embrace this. They're, they're we've gonna, seen they're, what they're VR. Going to no, be, no, 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 We've seen what VR technology can do in video games. Now compare it to this crap that you've seen from Facebook. The per, the person who's played Skyrim in VR isn't going to be interested in this garbage. Yeah, I, I, but I but I, she's I, not I, coming at it from that perspective. She's coming at, not from like oh the graphics suck. That's not where she's coming from. She's coming from oh, well, we've had video games online for a long time, and gamers suck, so therefore not interested. She doesn't like that somebody's a racist on some game server somewhere, so no, it's definitely coming from kind of a She sounds woke, and she sounds like she's... All right, here, uh, let, me go, let me keep going back to the games, because I'm thinking, we're asking how this is going to kick off. Uh, Facebook's new Horizon, or whatever it's called, isn't going to do it. No. I think it's going to be a Ready Player One moment. It's when you have a huge, and by the way, you have a huge percentage of our population who are gamers. We yes. are all, we are all three gamers. Middle aged people and, are into video games, and that that age rate is going up. By the way, it's like what is it like? The average rate is like early or late thirties, early forties of the of the average gamer. Sure, I have when no you idea. when you have more people and more who grew up in the eighties and the nineties are now in their forties and fifties. When you have more and more Ready Player One platforms, and I'm talking about the the movie that came out like two years ago, where the entire metaverse or their entire verse was basically rigged around gaming uh, gaming systems. 
It was like they had a hub. But see, they don't they, want to bring in the gamers. They, they had want a to hub. bring in the no, non-gamers. They but that's, but that's, what's going to kick, that's what's going to kick it off because the gamers are going to start it. You're going to have this hub, and you're going to have all your games that are that are connected to this hub, and you're going to you're going to jack in, and you're going to be living you're going to be living in your pod. You're going to jack in. You're going to go to your favorite game. You're going to compete, and there's going to be all these rewards. There's going to be all these NFTs, and then <laughs> and then they're going to start branching off, and you're going to have you're going to have dance class. Are you going to have piano lessons for little for little Sally? Are you going to have all these other online options where you jack into the hub and you have these other windows of opportunity where you can branch off? And then more and more people are going to be taking advantage of these new opportunities. But it's going to start with games. If they had something comparable, that would make me significantly more interested in it. Like if they had the technology to give me the haptic feedback, that's the the sense of you know having They're working on that, yeah, a feeling the things inside the game, and they actually made it feel like you were there, and there was some actual gameplay to it. Like you're playing Doom in VR or whatever, and you feel like you're your Doom guy running around. Then they could sell me on that, right? But this that's not what they're trying to make here. They might be. We're not. I'm not saying that Horizon is gonna is gonna do it. I'm not saying no. they're gonna take off. They might be a complete failure, a complete loss of money. I don't. I, I, but that's the direction that all of these companies, Decentraland, the Sandbox, Meta. That's the direction they all want the metaverse to go. Versus the direction that it's likely to be successful, which is starting out with video games. I think we're all in, in agreement here that Zuckerberg's metaverse is not going to work. Yes. I, I keep. I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna keep going back to the Ready Player One. It's going to be a gaming community. That, that gets this off. It's going to be more and more people owning Oculuses, and then they're going to have something like a Steam server where all your games are at this hub where you can jack in and all your buddies are there in the lobby and you can show off your gear and then you go play games. That's where it's going to start, and then it's going to branch off from there, and more and more people are going to start to incorporate their real life, uh, their real life into this virtual life. And that's why I'm not in the least worried about this stuff taking off at this time. I think it's overhyped and I think it's going to die out because as a gamer who's played this VR, what you're describing, the technology isn't, isn't there. there yet. And I, can't, I can't even play it. I get, I get sick. Yeah, it's, I get motion sickness like you wouldn't believe. It's decades from being capable of, okay, here's this digital lobby. Now you guys pick one of your favorite games to go and play. It's decades from that point. Decades? I don't, no not, not decades. No, no, no. It's around the corner. No, five years. If they can keep the lights on, I'm going to keep going back to that. If something They're bad, no, if something bad is if we don't go to war with Russia and China in the next two months, let me explain why I'm saying ten years. It's it's because of the ups and downs of the VR world and the 3D movie world and all of these other hype technologies that come out every few years. That this is not going to catch on. It's going to crash and burn. It's going to lose a lot of people, a lot of money, and it's going to create a sour taste in people's mouth. And again, the technology is going to die off, and people are just going to forget about it for a few years, and then. In, Five to six years, someone's going to start expanding it, and in ten years from now, they'll have actually developed it into something that could sell. But this time, it's going to crash and burn, and no one's going to be interested in throwing more money at investing or expanding the product to actually meet the needs of consumers because so many people have lost money on it. Considering how long it took my dad to get a cell phone, I'm going to say I'm going to say ten years as well. Cool. I'm I'm glad you're in agreement. (laughs) But I don't see this happening. When we get back, we're going to talk about the IMF and Bitcoin because that's important that the IMF is trying to flex and tell a country what they should and shouldn't do. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. It's 
Free Talk Live, where your calls and thoughts are welcome. You can weigh in with whatever is important to you. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And we've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business or organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. Well, Intercoin has launched this investor token worldwide, and it's available on an exchange. You can create an account at xmarkets.com. That's exmarkets.com using only an email address, which allows you to actually keep your privacy intact. You can then deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, trade those for Tether, and then use them to buy ITR, which is the Intercoin investor token. Learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org. That's I-N-T-E-R-Coin.org. And now buy or sell ITR on xmarkets.com, exmarkets.com. Speaking of cryptocurrency in general, I guess, uh, El Salvador recently, I think it was last year, declared that Bitcoin would be regarded as legal tender within its country. That's right. September. And it, it was generally good news, except when you di- when, if you're a cryptocurrency advocate and you dive into the details of what they did, it's actually really bad and really stupid. First, they mandated that all merchants, that anyone who transacts must be willing to accept Bitcoin as payment, which you have a lot of street vendors there who, who are cash-only payments. They're locked out of the banking system, and mm-hmm. that's one of the things they're trying to fix here. So these guys who are locked out of the banking system are also unlikely to have cell phones capable of accepting a cryptocurrency payment in the first place. But then they went even beyond that. What are you and- talking about? Are you, everyone in the, in the world has a cell phone, even babies, right out of the, right out of the womb. They're handed a cell phone. I think there's actually a statistic showing that uh, a lot, I don't know if it's like the average person in El Salvador has more than one cell phone. Really? But there yeah. are, of course, people who don't have cell phones. Yeah. I mean, if you only have one street vendor who's not capable of following this law because, you know, he's just been too old yeah just been selling his wares out on the street for the last 50 years or whatever he's never needed any of that technology then he's violating this law but sorry they, darwin they went even you're worse out, you're out of there old man no he's not out of there because of market pressure he's out of there because of government decree those are fundamentally different things i'm not saying it's not re, it's not cool I'm, that, that's it's, not it's, darwin. It's, it's definitely effed up but i'm saying no it's just the way it works that's not darwin that's the state saying do this or we're going to destroy your livelihood yeah the biggest caveman the government. Except the president of El Salvador made public statements saying that they wouldn't mess with the, the businesses that didn't want to accept Bitcoin. I, I, have, I have no doubt they'll probably hand out cell phones if, they, if they're really trying to get everyone on this system. Well, that's why I'm carrying on with the story. They, don't, they didn't hand out cell phones, but they did work with some company, I think they were called Strike, yep. to implement a, a, lightning, a lightning network wallet for all of the people of el salvador or something and give them some amount of bitcoin on the lightning network and it was it was a complete disaster if i remember correctly it didn't work and it was confusing because the lightning network is confusing and they were expecting the average person to be able to understand it It was a five dollar minimum transaction yes there was also that it was just a complete disaster the worst way to roll out a cryptocurrency yeah, that's, that's not going to work. I'd, I'd like a bag of, of uh, crickets, you know, <laughs> roasted, roasted crickets. They're, you know, what, 50 cents or something. Oh, that's, that's going to be 550. Yeah. No, nah, that's not going to work. I mean, why, plus, are they, why are they 50 cents? The crickets are 50 cents. Well, there's a, there's a fee on top of that. $5 minimum. Yeah. yeah. Plus, it's on the Lightning Network, which the average person isn't going to be able to use in the first place. So, so well, this the, guy the point the, of the app was to make it transparent, but it's a government app. So, of course, it's not going to be great. 
So that's what they ultimately ended up doing, and they're still. I think they're still trying to build a Bitcoin beach or something like that. Bitcoin I'm, City, I believe, is what it's called. Yeah. And they're buying a bunch of Bitcoin in order to make that happen. I'm not sure of the specifics, but no, they're selling uh, bonds. That's Some right, Bitcoin bonds, and the possibility of citizenship. Correct. If you invest more than I think it was one hundred thousand dollars, we're still talking El Salvador. Correct. They're yes. they're going to build a, a physical, raise, a real beach. They, no, with, they already have beaches. Virtual. They no, they already have a real beach. Um, I don't know if it's going to be on the beach or inland or where exactly it's going to be, but it's supposed to be like right near a volcano for the vol- volcano power for the mining. Um, I'm probably mixing up projects here. There's probably all, I know there's a Bitcoin beach. I thought it was Bitcoin in El Salvador. Beach. I believe but, that is in El Salvador. Okay. Uh, but that doesn't have anything to do with Bitcoin City, which right. has yet to be built. They have yet to actually release the bonds for sale, but they want to raise like half a billion dollars or something like that uh, through investment in this case. And they're going to buy a bunch of Bitcoin with it and then sit on it and hope that it goes up in value hmm. while they build this Bitcoin City that is supposedly going to have very, very low taxes. I think it's going to have a VAT tax and that's it. So no income tax. Is, is Mark Edge uh, going to live there? Um, I don't know. I'm not allowed to talk to Mark, but he, he uh, loves islands. I, I I heard a rumor that he visited El Salvador recently. Ooh, he might know something. He might he might be in on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I they're only know. promising the possibility. The, they're promising that you can apply for citizenship if you contribute if you enough 000. money. Presumably, you can give them more money, and they'll be more likely to approve your citizenship request once Maybe. all of this is actually finished. But that's just speculation, and there's no telling. But evidently now, the IMF, that's the Inter- International Monetary Fund, I believe. I don't, I'm not even exactly clear what the IMF does. I think they loan money out to countries, and then, you know, when and the countries... own them when they can't pay yeah, it back. When the yeah, companies right. can't pay it back, they go, okay, well, then we'll take this amount of land. They basically loan money and then use those loans to buy land directly out from under... It's like the, the worst... They're basically China. They're like the worst bankers, right? The worst international bankers. Totally evil. Now telling El Salvador, what exactly are they telling? Because they don't have the authority to tell El Salvador, hey, you can't take Bitcoin as legal tender. Nope, they can't. Uh, But they can try to encourage them or discourage them. In this case, uh, CNBC has the story. The International Monetary Fund is pushing El Salvador to ditch Bitcoin as legal tender. According to a statement released on Tuesday, the IMF directors, quote, stressed that there are large risks associated with the use of Bitcoin on financial stability, financial integrity, and consumer protection, as well as the associated fiscal contingent liabilities. I have no idea (laughs) what a fiscal contingent liability is. But we know that I don't either, but I don't have one, so it doesn't yeah. matter to me. Well, we know that uh, Bitcoin can go up and down in price, so obviously it's you know not quote unquote stable in that way. And I'm pretty sure the president of El Salvador is aware of that because every time Bitcoin goes down in price, he buys more of it with right. taxpayer money, of course. It's always really easy to spend uh, oh, money yeah. on Bitcoin that's not yours. Oh, yeah. But uh, nonetheless, they uh, say financial integrity, well, it's not a threat to the to the uh, El Salvador and no, it's a, it's a threat system. to the IMF. Yeah, that's the thing. Like El Salvador doesn't have a central bank; they don't have right. an El Salvadoran currency to be undermined by Bitcoin. Their legal tender prior to Bitcoin was the U.S. dollar, and so Bitcoin is actually their second form of legal tender in El Salvador. 
This, so, this guy better watch his back. They might find weapons of mass destruction in the next couple <laughs> couple of months. Yeah, regarding, or, or, or his volcano might blow up. I, and, and then to claim that consumer protection is an issue, how would? Well, because of this, well, because, of, because of this, money. the stability, yeah, the stability you know what you're argument. Into. The, the average guy selling crickets on the street might not, but the, the president might. But I don't think the cricket seller does. Well, there's more here, and the response from Naibu Kele, who is the president of. El Salvador. I'll share that with you coming up. 603-283-6160. If you want to weigh in on this, that's the IMF telling El Salvador, hey, you know, you shouldn't shouldn't use Bitcoin. It's dangerous. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, where your calls and thoughts are welcome. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to weigh in. That's 603-283-6160. We do in the studio tonight. It's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And talking about El Salvador and their utilization of cryptocurrency. Their president, I, he does some really, really shady things. I mean, he, he's a tyrant, right? He's a politician. He's, he's a liar. He's a crook. He's a gang member. That's what he is by definition. However, he and that beard too. He's got that. He's got that like Miami uh, uh, gangster beard. Mm. And he wears I've his never hat seen a picture of him. He's oh, like of course cool he guy does. president. And he wears the and the big old the big monster sunglasses. I'm just looking. I'm just found the meme. There's a, supposedly there's a McDonald's cryptocurrency or a Bitcoin meme wagon taking place right now where. Uh, people are talking about uh, you know what they're going to do when Bitcoin finally crashes, and the joke is we're all going to go work at McDonald's. And so, of course, this guy, this this gangster, because that's what he looks like to me, anyways. Well, he's, he is he's, a gangster. He's up there wearing a McDonald's. Uh, uh, he's wearing a McDonald's attire, uh, the hat and the shirt. And that's one of the things I like about him, right? Is that he's not. Will- he has a sense of humor. Yes, and and I can appreciate a good sense of humor. However, and he, he'll take shots at the United States government, too. Really? That's here's, all right. Here's a post he made yesterday on his Twitter. He does a lot of, obviously, his Spanish posts, but sometimes he'll post in English. He says, want to see hypocrisy? Look at the one supporting a president who wants to go to war to boost his approval ratings, sending gas prices to the roof in the midst of a global inflation that will send hundreds of millions into poverty. But they're concerned about McDonald's jokes. Now that's curious. Well, let's let's stop right there. That's curious that uh, he thinks because because usually you can you can really figure out what's going on in our politics by watching other countries' news uh, and mm-hmm. what they say about our country. I have never heard anybody in the, in our country say that Biden is trying to go to war with Russia at this moment in time. Trying to they're trying to start this false flag or something and get and get Russia to to to. to, to Start firing on Ukraine or whatnot. Man, it's unclear to, to raise to raise his poll points. I never heard that from anybody in the U.S. Well, but approval here, ratings always go up when when there's a war. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, it, it, in in the beginning, sure, a couple sure. years. Well, uh, he, it, he only needs a few years. Americans are very war wary when it's real war. Whenever we're just doing our you know proxy wars and our just sending you know a couple thousand troops here and there, and no one really cares. It's the real war. It's the Vietnams that really piss americans off short short time i think a war with russia would be worse than that because i mean with those wars they were fought on foreign soil Mm -hmm. a a country like russia or china they have the capability to bomb american cities and once those bombs start falling in american cities americans are going to lose their appetite for war very 
very I, I, I don't think I don't think so at all. You bomb if one of those countries was to bomb one of our states. No, you would have it. You would have you would have celeb. Remember when nine eleven happened? All the celebrities are coming out. I'm wanting to, want to enlist. You trust me. If it, and that was just two, three, what three thousand people and and some dumb buildings, horrible. But but look how look at all the people who came out of the woodworks who wanted to go to war with brown people over in countries that they did that they couldn't point to on a damn map. At first, they would be you know they they would want their vengeance, right? But yep. as those bombs continued falling, I don't think the American people have the stomach that the United Kingdom had during World War II. I think the I American think, people would demand an end to I it. Think, I think the American people would come out of the woodworks and with a new enemy. These fat, lazy Americans, really? You think they're willing yep. to? Yep. I, I don't see it, dude. Yep. All of Texas enlisted. They would enlist in the first week. Maybe California the would probably. The military won't take them because they're fat and overweight and lazy. They are dropping their standards every day. The U.S. <laughs> military is. They're dropping their test scores. They're dropping their IQ requirements. They're dropping everything. Oh, great. So we, we can send a poorly trained, obese McDonald's eating military out to, to wage no, war. No, you send that guy to the to the bunker in the desert and you have he's the drone pilot. And you send drones over there. They're not smart enough to operate drones. These are they're all, also stupid. They're all gamers. They know how to. They know how to use a controller to fly <laughs> things and other things. That's true. I remember watching something a number of years ago about how uh, the one of the tanks that had been redesigned was in, intentionally designed to be more like it was in the video games because that's what the people who were you know coming into the military were more accustomed to. Wasn't there a really great uh, uh, shooter? 3D shooter that came out like ten years ago that was actually um, uh, perch or, or was actually developed by the military, the uh, army. No, you're thinking about Their Call of Duty, sucked. probably. Uh, Call of Duty and the U.S. Army, the U.S. military work very, very closely together. The army did have their own game at mm-hmm. one point. Did it was they? called like America's Army right. or something like that, and it was terrible. Hmm. I never, I never, I never knew about it. that. I, I can't. Uh, by the way, I cannot stand Call of Duty. I can't stand that type of video game. I like Doom. I like Quake. I like the games where I'm killing zombies, like Wolfenstein, where I'm killing Nazis, but but the Call of Duty where you're actually just running around with like real life firearms and real life people, yeah, it's, how did, I get queasy. How did I not know that this America's Army existed, man? It's about ten years ago, right? Uh, Two thousand four. More than that, yeah. Never played it. Uh, so Nayib Bukele, the president over at uh, El Salvador, definitely knows his audience as far as what he posts online. He's constantly, or at least whenever I see him from time to time, which usually I'll see the ones that get shared by other crypto people on Twitter. And so he's always attacking inflation, always attacking fiat currency. Yeah. Uh, so this guy is no friend to organizations like the IMF. You know you know another guy who is a, a massive troll on the tw- on the Twitters? And also has a lot of money and a lot of projects. Donald Trump, Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Oh. I don't trust him either. I think I think these two guys are. I think they're 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 of the same uh, uh, sheet. They're one and well, one. Nonetheless, it's interesting to watch this play out. Um, as as you know, critical as we've been about what they've done down there in El Salvador, because again, with the mandate, we're against that. If they hadn't have mandated it, I'd have been all for it. You know, yeah. if if yeah. the, if there just hadn't been that section in there saying people have to take Bitcoin, uh, then it would have been totally optional. And anyway, uh, so the story here is again from CNBC. IMF's directors tried to urge El Salvador to stop using Bitcoin as uh, legal tender. The report was published after bilateral talks. 
with El Salvador went to urge or went on to urge authorities to narrow the scope of its Bitcoin law by removing Bitcoin status as legal money. In September of last year, the Central American nation became the world's first country to adopt cryptocurrency or the cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. specifically Bitcoin, as legal tender alongside the U.S. dollar. Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele, who has tethered his political fate to the success of the country's Bitcoin experiment, has added hundreds of Bitcoin to the country's balance sheet in recent months. And, of course, they're down, right? Because Bitcoin's sure. down by 50% since November, and they've only been into this since you know September. On Friday, the president tweeted that he bought an additional $15 million worth of, quote, really cheap Bitcoin, unquote, as the crypto market plummeted. That's the way of looking at it. That's the way you look at it. Again, he's using other people's money. Uh, But this could... That is the unfortunate... I mean, if there's going to exist a state, at at least the state is, you know, acquiring Bitcoin instead of more USD. Yes. Well, yeah, because, right, like, if you look at what the federal government does here, they they buy tanks and bombs and go and kill people around the world. El Salvador, to my knowledge, doesn't have a military in any other, you know, country occupying it. Uh, So if they're going to spend money on something, okay, well... Bitcoin's one of the least objectionable things they could spend money on. I and, would rather they use Monero yeah, and it or could, Bitcoin Cash or something. It could really work out. I mean, he is banking on this thing being a success, and we all believe it's going to be, yeah. right? Uh, the IMF report went on to say some directors had expressed concern over the risks associated with using Bitcoin-backed bonds, referring to the president's plan to raise $1 billion via a Bitcoin bond in partnership with Blockstream, a digital assets infrastructure company. Now, we've talked about Blockstream here on the air before. They are a company that arguably has corrupted Bitcoin. These are the people that are behind the Lightning Network, uh, for instance. I mean, this guy is definitely like a Bitcoin maximalist type as far as his interests in cryptocurrency are concerned, uh, this Bukele. But that said, the Bitcoin bond is completely voluntary. Mm -hmm. You don't have to buy the Bitcoin bond. It's going to be these you know rich Bitcoiners that want to get into this, that want to be part of this Bitcoin city thing. I mean... You got to credit Bukele. It's a smart plan. Whether it's it gonna, is. whether it's going to pan out, whether Bitcoin City will be a success, whether it'll ever even be built, I don't know. I don't know about Bitcoin City or Bitcoin Beach or any of the other little projects they have going on. I, I don't know how to go about planning the creation of a city or whatever. But as far as El Salvador, the country investing in Bitcoin in the long run, that's going to prove to be a remarkable success for them. I, I can't imagine the it going most wealthy country probably in Central America. It's Free Talk Live with Aria Conan and Ian, and I want to say thank you to Libertariat. Libertariat is tonight's amplifier. Libertariat is actually a diamond-level amplifier, which means that Libertariat is giving $50 per month to the AMPS program. That's amps.freetalklive.com. Of course, we don't ask for $50 per month to get in. All it takes is $5. That gets you in. And... If you like this show, if you value the ideas of liberty, there's there's no better way to help the show to show your support than to join the AMPS program. That's amps.freetalklive.com. It's money that is used to advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. So if you value the ideas of liberty being on close to 200 radio stations throughout the United States and a show where people can call in and share their thoughts and opinions on whatever, you might consider checking out the AMPS program. That's amps.freetalklive.com. Libertariat, thank you so much for your support. And it does come with a number of 
perks like there's an app only version of the podcast there's an app only facebook group and stuff like that but if you join it should be because you like the show and you want to show your support so thank you so much that's amps.freetalklive.com we have major pain calling from michigan major pain you're on free talk live hey peace people ian is that you are you there yes all right i talked to captain the other night i want to send you guys a check but he did not have a snail mail address for me I don't like putting my numbers on the inner tube. So if you could pull up the snail mail address, I will call you in at the end of the hoorah and get that from you. Okay. And send you guys some dead presidents. All right. Um, thanks. Cool. Thanks. Um. Anyway, so uh, anyway, this hoorah that's going on with all the shots and whatnot, and they first they brought out Big Bird as a representative to not scare the children. Then they brought out Tickle Me Elmo. Mm-hmm. Well, by God, if they're going to present Sesame Street in this way, which must be a subsidiary of Washington, obviously located in Maryland, which, I mean, think about it. It's just, just all ridiculous. They get a lot of but, money from uh, the government. PBS does. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Pfizer or Moderma, I forget which one it was. They went up from uh, $8 billion to $37 billion in less than seven months. I've been seeing a lot of Moderna ads during YouTube videos lately Hmm. as well. Like, normally I don't see them because I watch YouTube on my PC, but for different reasons, I've been pulling up videos on my phone or whatever. And there have been, haven't seen any for Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson, but a ton of Moderna ads. If you've watched, if you've watched, well, you just watch mainstream news and every one of those programs is brought to you by Pfizer. So they're not. So they don't need to really? do. They don't need to. They don't. They don't need advertisements. They're actually producing wow. content, and then it's you know brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah, follow the money. I mean, how many people could you afford to buy if your earnings went from eight trillion to thirty-seven trillion? If my pockets were that deep, I could own Tahiti and Taiwan. I mean, you could just about own the United States with the amount of debt that it's in. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's and we're handing that down to our children. But anyway, you I'm never not because I don't have sentence. children. Precisely because I refuse to screw over future generations of people in that way. Well, you never let me finish my second my my uh, Sesame Street analogy. The count would definitely be Doctor Fauci. Why? Oh, birds, you distract them. Elmo, you tickle them. Let me poke them. One, two, three, four <laughs> times. Ha, ha, ha. That's cute. How many jobs does it take? One job. <laughs> two jobs. And I tell you what, I would be Oscar the Grouch. You have thrown <laughs> crap in my can for my whole life, and you think I'm not going to be immune to everything you can throw at me? The government has not told me anything that was true for six decades, and they think I'm going to swallow this load of uh, pookie. Now they they lost you, man. They don't, I don't think they're trying to win you over. I think they're trying to <laughs> no, work. They I, I, they're trying to work on the Big Bird generation. The longer I can stand on my soapbox, and you guys give me voice, the more we might be able to save, eh? Well, well, I hope so, I hope Major so. Payne. Thank you so much for the call tonight. Uh, you're absolutely right. Follow the money and. That's what a lot of people don't get because these vaccines are being touted as free, right? It's a free vaccine. No, the government's paying for it, and they're they're sending massive amounts of money to Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson. Unbe- Pre prepaid. 
Yes. Shots are prepaid. Well, it, they worked out, they're, they're prepaid at a certain rate. Yeah. I know Canada's already got like two or three years worth of prepaid uh, vaccines already on the shelf, ready to go. Pfizer has already reported, at, and this was months ago, that the vaccine represented something like 40 or 50% of their total profits. That, that's a huge revenue boost for these pharmaceutical companies. That's worth looking at. That's where the money's at. And they're going to keep making new, they're going to keep finding new things to vaccinate, uh, vaccinate us against. Yeah, I saw a headline a few days ago saying that, hey, this, this new mRNA stuff, it's, we're going to have that cancer cure for you really oh, well, soon. I'm really, you know, I, I hear people touting, people we know, people who are on the, you know, who, who are liberty types, uh, who, who are all about the mRNA technology. And uh, I, it scares me. You know, when you start messing with our cells, you start messing with our DNA and changing who we are. See, I mean, that's the that, thing, man. Human hubris, dude. They're, they're always trying to fly closer to the sun than mm, they should. And well, always and, crashing and burning as a result. N- well, not well. the crash sometimes takes a while. Sometimes takes you a while to hit the ground. You fall for a while. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, that, I think that's where we're at right now. You're gonna, we're going to start creating Franken-babies. Uh, sure. it, it might it might go Gattaca where you actually you have two separate classes of people where you know you had the that, that's the whole premise of that movie by the way is where you they were actually DNA uh, harvesting or they were uh, they were doing specific DNA recalibration on human beings and only the the higher echelon the Aryans if you will the blonde blue eyed they, they they weren't of course but that's what Hitler always wanted they lived in one portion of the city where all the other all of the lower caste uh, were cleaning out the dumpsters and mopping right. the floors and the whole nine uh, that might be where we go and it might blow up in their face these the 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 uh, the, the DNA splicer people yeah it might it might hold, blow up in your face it might start making zombies hold that thought though because we also have Jack calling from Ocean Shores Jack you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I was wondering how you guys felt about the Ukraine thing. And also, I was born in Paris, Texas. I'm not big. I'm not fat. I'm not lazy. <laughs> no, the average American so is, hurt, though. That hurt my feelings, man. Wait, 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 uh, I don't judge Who said you. Texans were fat? That really hurt my feelings. Who said Texans were fat? Was it me or Arya? No, it, Arya, was, it was me. Yeah, yeah. I, I said that, I, I said that you rough and tough dudes are all going to be the first to enlist. No, to be clear, I, I, I did say that, but I, I didn't, it, that, it was without context when I said that. The average American is overweight and is lazy and stupid. Were you not specific about Texas? I, like, like I said, it lacked the context <laughs> when I said that, that Were it should have had. About Texas? Yes or no? Yes. That's a easy question, yeah. And that's not true. There's plenty of people. I have you acknowledged like, that's not true and that like I was speaking judged. on averages. Like Haven't you heard everything's bigger in Texas? Yeah, well, I don't like to be judged and I don't judge people. All right, what so was your other point? You, uh, what, 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 oh, the, the, U, the Ukraine, Ukraine uh, nonsense has taken place. Happen or is it not going to happen? That's my other question. Well, I hope it doesn't happen. And when you say it, you mean Russia invading Ukraine to try to take yeah. back what they think is theirs, basically. Well, that's what uh, the, that's how the Western media is putting putting it forward, right? But non-Western no. they're, they're, they're media they're is like to... NATO is building up troops in Ukraine for bizarre reasons, yeah, and Putin's last... just sending troops to the border because he's worried about them them building up troops. All last week, all you heard was false flag, false flag, false, and I've never heard yeah. the mainstream media totally. use that before because because I thought that was a conspiracy theory. Well, what the hell is Ukraine going to do against Russia? 
Well, they're nothing but NATO. Ukraine quite has a, a great army. People don't know that. They are suited with a lot of uh, Russian armor and American armor, and it's not going to be pretty. It's like a Ferdinand assassination, if you will. Well, it's never war's never pretty, uh, but I don't think Ukraine would have much of a chance of going up against Russia. I don't see NATO as having any, you know, why would they invade Russia? And supposedly NATO's a defensive pact, isn't it? Well, as I understand it, NATO wouldn't as wouldn't invade Russia, but as the Russian people understand it, Russia would never invade Ukraine, right? Well, then uh, nothing will happen. We're looking at this from the point of from our Russia, Western point Russia of view. Russia went to war with Afghanistan like we did for a decade, yep, and we they lost multiple decades and lost. Yeah. yeah, so you know it's one of those type of wars. Yeah, yeah thank you so much. I hope nothing happens. Thank you guys. I mean, I yeah, hope, thanks, Jack. I, I do too. Yeah, thanks. But apparently, oh, Joe Biden's talking about sending, I think, 8,000 or setting 8,000 troops at the ready to be sent over into the region. If they're not already there. Yeah, so I don't know. Both, both we, got, sides. We, got, we got bases all over the place. At least, what, 900 bases across the globe? Yeah. And both sides are building up troops there, and each one is blaming the other for escalating tensions. I don't know what's going on, but you can chat with us about it in the meantime at chat.freetalklive.com. That's our official chat server, chat.freetalklive.com.